today. Um, our first action is going to be to swear in Dom Shreya, um, who has just been um, put on the, how many times is this now for you, Dom? I'm not sure. I think it's the fifth. Fifth different times. So if, if you stand up and repeat after me as I put my name in, put your name in. I, Brian Stuckey, I, Dom Sharia, do solemnly swear and affirm, do solemnly swear and affirm, that I shall uphold the Constitution of the United States, that I shall uphold the Constitution of the United States, the Constitution and laws of the State of Ohio, the Constitution and laws of the State of Ohio, the Charter Ordinances and Resolutions, the Charter Ordinances and Resolutions of the City of Brexville, of the City of Brexville, and that I shall faithfully I shall faithfully, honestly, honestly, and impartially discharge my duties as, and honestly and impartially discharge my duties as a citizen member of the Planning Commission in the City of Brexville. A citizen member of the Planning Commission of the City of Brexville. During my term of appointment, as I shall answer to God. During my term of appointment, as I shall answer to God. Congratulations. Thank you, Councilman. I couldn't remember all that. <laughs> should know it by heart. <laughs> Thank you, Mayor. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, please join us in the reciting of the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Ms. Cardos? Here. Mr. Jansen? Here. Mr. Pato? Here. Mr. Larmer? Here. Mr. Shreya? Here. Mayor Ruby? Here. Mr. Stuckey? Here. Okay, first up this evening, we do have a public hearing. So let the record state that the Brexville Planning Commission will hold a public hearing on January 5th, 2023 at 7 p.m. at Brexville City Hall, 9069 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, to consider the request of a deck installation at 7520 Sanctuary Circle, Brexville, Ohio, 44141. If you're here for this, please step up to the podium. And you will be presenting to the audience, so the podium is facing that direction. Please state your name and address for the record. Brent Harris. I am with Classic Decks. And then please walk through your application. Absolutely. Trying to get approval to build a deck on the back of a home in Brooksville. It's in a PDA development and um, we need to get a variance for it. And the lady we were trying to build it for has a steep hill on the back of her house. She can't walk out the back of her door without a deck. So. Um, that's what we're trying to get approval for. Thank you. If there anybody in the audience has any questions or are you here for this topic? Any, any questions for our presenter? Okay. Uh, thank you. You're complete. You'll be back up during the work session. Okay. Um, motion to close the public hearing. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos. Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreve? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Okay, that will bring us into our typical meeting. First up, we have some housekeeping 
I move for approval of the public hearing minutes of December 8, 2022. Second. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Cato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. I move for approval of the regular meeting minutes of December 8, 2022. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Cato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. I move for approval of the work session meeting minutes of December 8, 2022. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Okay, uh, first on the agenda under the category of signs, we have Evoqua Water Technologies at 6400 West Snowville Road. Mr. Larmer, are we going to do the organizational meeting? Uh, we, this is. That, we did that. We did. Earlier. It's the swearing. It was the swearing. But don't you elect officers? Don't need to. Oh, we did that. They can continue. They all agreed to continue. Okay. Thank you. We have a choice. You don't. <laughs> okay, um, please state your name and address yeah. for the record. Uh, my name is uh, Joe Burdine. I'm with Sinorama in Macedonia, Ohio, and we're proposing a, uh, a sign for the Avaqua uh, Water Technologies location on uh, at 6400 West Snowville Road. Um, we're proposing the sign to be individual flat cut routed aluminum letters, half inch thick. Um, they will be painted uh, the PMS colors that have been determined by the uh, corporation, Evaqua. And um, we will be stud mounting those into the surface of the building using a template pattern uh, to drill holes in, uh, which allows it, the letters to be uh, perfectly level and spaced out properly. Um, and I think the sign's under five square feet. Okay, thank you. Um, the, the sign as applied for is uh, fully within our zoning code. Does anybody within the commission have any questions or concerns regarding the sign? Is it lit now? It's not lit now. No, there's no, there's no, it's not going to be illuminated at all. That's very nice. Okay, I move for approval of and rec <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> I move for approval of and recommendation to the building department to issue a permit for a 4.7 square foot non-illuminated permanent identification wall sign for Evaqua Water Technologies at 6400 West Snowville Road, Unit 1, Brexville, Ohio 44141, as described in the application dated December 9. 2022 and as shown on the attached drawing. <clears throat> Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Tria? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. you. I just wanted to say I've uh, been to a lot of different uh, planning commission meetings or building department meetings and I've never uh, been asked to do the Pledge of Allegiance, so I commend you on that. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Okay, that concludes our uh, signs 
for the evening. So next up is our reports. Mr. Stuckey, do we have a report from council? No report this evening. Thank you. Mr. Mayor, any no report re this evening? No report other than Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Mr. Wise, any report from the yes. city engineer? Thank you. Um, as far as uh, some of our current projects, obviously we're still working on uh, Chippewa Road. So there's um, some obviously some traffic issues and backups over there. So it, there's signage out there saying to look for a different route if you can. Um, we this week closed uh, Glenwood and that project is under construction. And this weekend with the interchange project, we are going to have two overnight closures of Miller Road between South Point and South Edgerton. And one will start on Saturday night rolling into Sunday morning, and the other one will be the following day. It will go uh, Sunday night rolling into Monday morning, uh, and that's just to allow utility relocation. That concludes my report. Thank you. And that concludes our regular meeting and will take us into our work session. So as part of the work session, the deck installation at 7520 Sanctuary Circle, you're back up. And um, I will ask you to once again state your name and address for the record. Absolutely. It's Brent Harris, Operations Manager, Classic Decks. Okay. And um, you were in for our last meeting. Um, so this has been reviewed by, by Planning Commission. Does anybody on the commission have any questions? regarding this application any concerns that you'd like to bring up at this time um monica was, was there anything that you were checking out on this uh, yes councilman so it was determined that the lot line that you see on this slide here was drawn for tax purposes and does not constitute a formal lot split uh, therefore the setback from the common property line is actually in excess of 400 feet okay so solve that didn't it thank you for doing the work yes thank you i can't take all the credit mr wise is the one who brought that to my attention <laughs> long overdue deck yeah yes on a one-to-one -one slope yeah. um any other questions concerns okay I move for approval of and recommendation to City Council for the installation of a 10-foot by 20-foot, 200-square-foot deck at 7520 Sanctuary Circle, Brexville, Ohio, 44141, as described in the application dated November 4, 2022, and the attached drawings by Classic Deck. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Approved. Next up is the Fedora solar panel installation at 4920 Sentinel Drive. If you were here for this, please step up and uh, please state your name and uh, address for the record. Kelly with Fluent Solar. And Ray Mason with Fluent Solo. Okay. Uh, please walk us through your application. Um, it is for a um, uh, 
Uh, it's for a 4.7 kilowatt uh, solar system going on the rear at the residence of this residence right there. You can tell me. 4920 Sentinel Drive. Yes. Um, so our ordinances allow solar panel solar panels on the rear of the house uh, with no deviations required from from our commission and this application appears to have all of their panels on the rear of the house is that correct correct okay um, the roof analysis has been provided the 3d renderings are included Um, are there any questions from our commission? Because there are no deviations, a public hearing is not required. So uh, we can proceed. Good okay. to go. Good. I move for approval of a solar panel system installation at 4920 Sentinel Drive, Brecksville, Ohio, as described in the application dated December 1, 2022 and the attached plans dated November 18, 2022 by Fluent Solar, contingent on utility company interconnection approval and city council approval. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Cato? Yes. Mr. Larimer? Yes. Mr. Shria? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. You're Thank okay. you. Okay, next up, DiGeronimo Company's Valor Acres Mixed Use Phase 1 for the corner of Miller Road and Brecksville Road. And um, while we all know you, please state your name for the record. Josh Decker on behalf of DeGeronimo Companies. Um, my apologies, Kevin's running here a little bit behind, but he'll be joining us here in the next 15 minutes or so. Uh, so I'd like to kind of get started, refresh the group of, of where we uh, last discussed and, and reviewed and some of the comments and takeaways from that, that last meeting. So I'm going to start off uh, with the drawing shown, it is in the packets that were provided. Some of the big topics from the last meeting included the road layouts, the what we'll call the, the building I on the labeled plans, which would be the future DeGeronimo headquarters office building, along with the hotel drop-off. The plan that you see 
on the screen is the main roadway um, in orange that we would be requesting this evening when we reference main road just just so that everyone is uh, aware of, of what we're suggesting along with building I at the corner of Miller and Brexville Road so tonight what we're asking for is to uh, approve local business district as a conditional use for the parcel in total this is a district that was contemplated in ordinance 5011 in 2016 um, and is in compliance with that along with that we come back to the conversation of establishing a business plan development area for the main roadway itself we are calling that phase one bpda and that would be the area that you see in orange those roadways we're requesting the review of the locations and intersections obviously all pending engineering final steps this is the preliminary conversation for establishment of those road configurations third there's a preliminary uh, mass grading swip uh, and clearing plan that has been submitted um, and pending these items we would ask for review of those and subject obviously to engineering approval and then finally what we're calling our phase two uh, PDA that would be our office building itself and the associated parking lot to the north of it I apologize for my, my tardiness <coughs> okay sounds great and uh, I apologize for my uh, my tardiness a little family issue I had to play last minute uh, pick up um, as Josh was uh, introducing um, this drawing right here is the simplest form of what we're requesting to advance big picture reminder we are trying to get our project in line with being completed second half of 2024 in time same time approximately with Sherwin Williams project in order to do that um, we'd like to advance the preliminary site work including clearing and grading in order to do that we need to um, get preliminary approval and advance this meeting so that we can get eventually get formal and final approval and be able to start some of those construction activities this spring um, one of the earlier activities will be stormwater clearing which we need to do before uh, bat season which is that annual deadline we all seem to be facing and then um, subsequently approvals in different phases but again this conceptual road network has flexibility to answer a lot of the specific questions that you asked in the last meeting back in November um, you asked for a little more context and so uh, what Joshua was about to introduce if he hadn't already uh, was the 3d fly-through that we put together that'll give you the big picture context again that is not the formal design um, the, the building itself that's the furthest along is our building because what we're also looking for is to, is to get some preliminary approval on our specific headquarter building that building does have a, a fair amount of um, let's call it detail um, and you'll see that reflected in the um, fly-through but again it's still not conceptually designed it's still very very preliminary uh, and what we're hoping to do is obviously anchor that project kick that off and what you'll see here is we address a lot of the comments and questions that we had at the last meeting uh, we'll revisit a lot of those but I thought the best way to kind of introduce this would be start with the fly-through come back to that 
simple um, diagram of the roads and what we're looking for, and then we'll start getting into the questions and uh, presentation of the changes. If you'd like us to stop or pause anything, happy to, but I wasn't really planning to narrate too much. Obviously, the view, maybe pause for a second, Josh. I, I will just give it up. Um, this is, go back on a few seconds. So obviously, this is looking northeast, coming over top of where the future um, roads will be, uh, or the um, ramps will be. And now we're starting to look for, and this is your best view of the overall, uh, maybe pick a pause right there. So you can see in the background, Sherwin-Williams R&D headquarters, and to the north of that, our uh, canvas phase, residential one. And what you're seeing there is a 3D conceptual version of what we've talked about conceptually of mixed-use Valor Acres. Go ahead, Josh. We tried to put a little texture to it. Our building in that corner there, which was moved to the southeast, further to the corner, as, just, as talked about last time, um, has a little more detail. The other stuff has some color, not so much texture. Um, and what we're looking to do is is add some feel so you can get a, a sense of, of the density, you can get a sense of the feel of going through and the spacing in between. This is entering at the Sherwin-Williams main entrance as well as our shared entrance to the east. To the left is a proposed grocer. That is the larger format. Um, when we get to that, Mr. Larmer, where I get some, um, some some further conceptual con uh, that we can talk to on that. I know that was a topic last time. This is the proposed hotel building. Again, not from a aesthetic standpoint, but just location. So this would be looking directly south. Follow the here. Oh yeah. Gives you a context of where you are as it's flying through the more zoomed in shots. This is going east on Miller Road. Zooming out, looking northwest. is coming in the secondary entrance to the mixed use um, that to the right that was just looking would be where our headquarters building is and now this is looking back west towards the heart of what we consider the pedestrian area of the mixed use center and now heading down that road this is the road we would shut down for certain events this is the road that would be heavily you know based in first floor retail restaurants activity is an upward look of that going east going into our courtyard of the office quadrant if you want to call it that I'm sure somebody could come up with a better name view looking southeast back towards our main headquarter building I want to pause here, Josh, for a second. 
this is the corner of Brexville Road and Miller Road. Um, again, uh, there's a little flash here in this corner in terms of what we're trying to show from uh, signage and presence at the corner. I think the biggest thing to take away here is, per the last um, meeting, the conceptual relocation of our main headquarter building closer to the corner. To add some presence, what we did, and, and we can get into the details of it when we talk about our building, but we submerged the first floor of parking, um, which was always the plan, um, but it's not a, um, um, a flat lot above it now. It's, a, it's our building was brought over to it. Um, it's, you know, we can get to that actual detailed design when appropriate, but the idea of addressing that, you know, our previously that building was further off to the west, um, and there was more of a parking field um, from this viewpoint. But what we were able to do is, and, and as we looked at it and, and getting your feedback and our feedback and re-looking at it was add some presence to the corner. Is the parking at the first level there, Kevin, or is it below? Because there's a 10-foot drop-up, but you're knocking all that hill down, I assume. Yeah, so, so there is a little bit of a, of a knockdown and grade, and that's what we were saying before we disguise a little bit of that surface-level parking. But b below this level, there is parking. So it's right? by half and half yes, or whatever. Yes, so. it'll be slightly exposed, but, but, but you won't really notice it. And again, we've got some coordination and detailing to do. We're not we're not to that point yet, um, but conceptually, it shows it decently well. A lot of that grade change will start to be taken up by continuing that facade down. So as we're falling northbound on Brexville, we'll start to increase that facade forward. Yeah, because it's about ten foot now. now I don't know if you're going to yeah. knock the crown off or not, but it's, right. it's up so, there. But. Right, you'll be. A couple of feet out of the ground, but yeah, the top four foot of that ground will come Right, and and again, this is this as you know very well, and and, and you, Mr. Lumber, this is this is a lot of cart before the horse. <laughs> yeah. There's some coordination. There's some things that aren't totally accurately reflected. But what we wanted to just show is the scale of that corner much differently than what it was um, when we last presented. But there, you can. There's a there's a decent view of the idea. We still have an elevated deck. We still have two rows of parking to accommodate the office users. This is what they want. Attached parking, covered parking. Um, uh, assuming we make the full build out of the office at some point, we might initially come in here for a flat deck that would be lower at this elevation, which would be slightly below street level, like you had kind of talked about, but then fading to the north. Now is, is that parking, all that parking, going to be built with your office building? Or That's what we're, we're currently going back and forth on, but we've gone the route of putting this in at phase one and not, and putting it up, up, up a surface level, but then parking under our first floor. Under. So we always have under. the parking. So you have covered this. there and yeah, then up covered surface. There and maybe this would be surface, so we're, we're, we're in the midst of that. Right. And that is how we have submitted It is? Okay. So, yeah, so our, I, our office building is submitted without the deck. The exterior deck, obviously the interior parking still exists, and this simply being a single one. Yeah. The reason we've been going back and forth on that is two things. We want, the, the, we're preaching maximum flexibility here for the, for, to, to accommodate tenants. We have seen, even very recently, two specific tenants who would want to see that very differently and that structured parking could look very differently than what we just proposed right there and so our thought is let's accommodate the parking we need which is the parking underneath our building and that lot and if another user comes in and that shape of that building has more flexibility and appeal we could figure out what that structured parking eventually looks like when it's appropriate we do the same thing with the next office building exactly exactly out and under. yes yes 
And again, just, just some more views of kind of, again, this is to demonstrate the quality and the feel we're going for, not necessarily the details. We're not there yet, but we're trying to give the context of, of why and how we've come up with this pattern and size and scale and the width of these roads and the, and the network plan. So with that, um, would you maybe go back to the conceptual view that you, the first slide you showed, Josh? Did you see this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, our hope is to be able to start this project in a timely set of phases. Um, we still have a lot of engineering and design to do in order to address Mr. Wise's comments, in order to address traffic and all that. We had a lot of homework items you gave us besides the conceptual layout and how we were going to use these blocks that we were creating. Um, we submitted traffic study that you saw. We submitted um, a parking study that you saw, all of which is not final product worthy. Um, but it, what we know is that we're in the right range and that there are going to be things that come up and changes that need to be made, but they're all within reason. There's nothing you know, um, that can't be figured out through the engineering process and even through the further design detail prior to final approval. Um, that's our general sense. Um, but you know, we've gotten that big picture look. Um, we have been using that fly through specifically to show tenants that are very interested in the site. And the, and the overwhelming reaction is extremely positive. Um, they like to see the, if, if a picture is worth a thousand words, a video is worth a million. I, I, and so um, they're very excited about the concept. Um, Sherwin-Williams um, is very excited about what we've showed them in the concept. It's one of the reasons they came here was this mixed use. They wanted a place for their employees to be able to do this. We are obligated to some version of this to them. Um, and so we are excited that they're excited. I don't want to put words in their mouth. They've even offered at some point to come here and, and explain um, what exactly they, that is important to them. But I can also tell you there are some there's some good sizes users that are out there and and even before they get into their building they want to know what is this going to be and so we've been able to kind of start answering some of those questions as we've been working through this. Josh, is there any technicals that I that you want to address before we open it up? Okay. At that point, um, if you want to start with, it's usually been a work good working session. We kind of go back and forth with some addressing questions and quadrants or whatever you think is appropriate from here. Okay. Thank you for the presentation. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Wise, engineering report? Uh, sure. To follow along in the same manner that um, the way Monica has it written up, uh, local business, we have no engineering <coughs> on the uh, the applying the conditional use on uh, permanent parcel 6040916. Um, as far as the preliminary approval of a business uh, plan development area um, and the roadway configuration, the, um, we have, um, obviously you have the same documents we have. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a picture depicting it that's labeled conceptual plan. There are no engineering um, 
real engineering features, so our comments are just um, going to be in generalities. Um, as far as the main road, um, one of them obviously in the red, uh, always kind of felt that the coming off of the Sure Williams driveway, um, pushing through the development up to, I guess, that T intersection closest to Brexville made sense. But Yeah, so it'd be going the main road coming between A, B, going past C, E, G, H. To that point always makes perfect sense, but uh, we would just question at that point whether or not the main drag should be turning and heading to the north, uh, going all the way out uh, for the interconnection up near the residential area, and then um, where they have on the very top of the screen the connection out to Brexel Road, that would be another primary entrance there. The entrance that they have going um, in front of where they want their office building, I being to right in, right out um, entry, we question the, the need of that component right there, um, especially after reviewing the counts of the traffic counts that they had for that one. Um, the and again, the, as I have written in here, the proximity that this entrance would be the right in, right out would be to the primary one that is directly opposite uh, Lubrizol. Um, the primary Miller Road entrance, which is between F and I, that's going as a full intersection, makes sense. It's minimally moved to the east versus where it is today, and it doesn't directly line up across the street. Uh, I guess our, our only question would be if it could be moved so it directly lined up across the street or prove that the islands or medians, what modifications have to be made, if any, uh, to make that work. Is that B? B that you're talking about? B on yeah. this drawing, yes. The, um, so that's, that's the one going out between F and I, correct? It, yes, it's going out between F and I, and this drawing shown as B. The, um, the secondary Miller Road entrance, um, C, on this drawing and comes out between uh, the hotel and the mixed use, which are C and D. Um, again, it's offset from the other one, but this is right in, right out. Um, so really, we don't really have any objections with that one. Um, the second drive um, running in front of D and F. Not D and it can't be D and F. Oh yeah, the second running in the back, uh, yes, that one. Again, makes sense. The only thing that uh, I would question on that one is it only can be loaded, well, it can be loaded from internal from the site, from the, uh, the west side, but if, if, if vehicles are coming in from the east side off of Miller Road, which is the, uh, the main entrance to that area, I just want to make sure that it looks tight. I just want to make sure that you guys evaluate it and verify that that fits all truck turns. I mean, you're going to have minimally you'll have deliveries to the lower level commercial. You have people moving in and out because there is no back door or any other way to, 
I mean, assuming that's all apartments above that, uh, the 60 units is 60 uh, apartments. Um, so you have your delivery trucks, uh, garbage removal, um, fire truck, and as long as you can verify that that all fits in there, um, the fire truck would actually have to be done with the street parking in place. Obviously, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to control the deliveries. Correct, timed. Okay. Um, the the drawings are on my comment number two. The drawings, again, they're they're pictorial, and I'm looking at right now number, which labeled as page three. What is the intent of? Are you intending to remove the Miller Road sidewalk and put it so out of the right of way, removing the sidewalk in the right of way and placing it behind the buildings? What? No. no so this this is that, that's something that we also saw and had the conversation on internally. Um, that the existing sidewalk would stay in place as is, so you would have approximately a 15-foot um, distance from curb to end of sidewalk, and then from sidewalk to building, anywhere from 30 to 50 feet. So, no, so then you'll have that then some form of you'll have the public sidewalk in the right way as it is today, and then behind the buildings. You'll have some kind of emergency ingress egress, or is that a primary? I mean, it, can people access that building from the back? It will depend on the tenant and what the use is. Okay. In, in some cases, yes. So. It, it, it will feel like more like a private sidewalk with yeah. a buffer. It's, it's a bit of a hybrid urban setup from a commercial setup. Okay. As far as moving on into the preliminary and final approval of the mass grading, um, again, I gave it a cursory. Is if the planning commission moves forward and uh, approves it, we'll um, do a formal review of it. We've done it for their other sections. It's very similar in fashion. The, the drawings that we have currently are outdated. Uh, they still reflect the concept that was presented the, uh, the last time. It, so it, it would require some minor tweaks. Um, for preliminary approval of building, they're basically the, their building. Um, we have, there is no formal plan, so we really have no comments at this time. And then going into the traffic report, again, um, on a first look at it, uh, they, did, they did a signal study. Right now they have no, none of, none of the intersections met the signal warrants that would require or necessitate and allow the installation of a signal. Um, we would like to have the report include a warrant analysis for Parkview. Uh, again, I realize that was part of the previous, but I think it was actually the same person and just have it. This report was, the intent of this report was to be the all-inclusive report for the, the record. So include Parkview. Um, if the Planning Commission agrees that the driveway, the right in, right out on Miller on Brexel Road next to your building isn't appropriate, um, then I'd like to see the study done and where it, that would redirect the limited traffic onto the, uh, the entrance opposite Louverzaw. I'd like to see the warrant done again, just to verify that that didn't require a signal at that point then. Um, other warrants run were for turn lanes. The obviously the project does require turn lanes in multiple locations. We would like those depicted on the plan. Um, 
again, just so I can understand median disturbances, the Sherwin-Williams is putting in a turn lane and with possibly with your future entrance and how close that is to in the future being the your next parcel on your Brexel, uh road frontage parcel, that wherever that pops out, I would like to know if the two medians are basically hitting each other and are we gonna have any island left or anywhere else that you guys want to punch out, um, kind of concerned. No, the right now Brexel. you have Brexel oh, okay. Road. So up in the future. Yeah, so. Just a uh, couple, of, I didn't want to interrupt you, Mr. Mike. I just wanted to, um, we wanted to include an entrance to address this future phase that we really don't know what it is. But we wanted to address an entrance so that the traffic's going to be picked up. We don't think it ends up this way, just to, just to be very clear. Um, in all likelihood, this if, if there was going to be a, a user here, they'd probably be a little bit bigger and we want to move it north or we might want to move it inward and then connect a, a more major one somewhere between the, between Sherwin's and that one. What we know now is if this is, is all we do as part of phase one, and that's the, that's the plan, you know, for our purposes of our office, this is really important to us to be able to have this right in, right out. If this were to become something similar and this entrance was here or a little bit north, could this be eliminated and, and then, sure, I, I think we could have that discussion and, and, and make that, but for the purposes of if, if everything that we're building here to here, that would be really important to have that access point in and out for our employees. Yeah, but what I, what I don't understand though, Kevin, is a right in, right out. If, if I'm coming from the north and yeah. I come in that way, the right in, and say I'm working at your place there and I park there and I leave, I can't go back that way. I'm gonna go I'm either going to go out and all the way around, or I'm going to go through the facility. So it, it's kind of like, you know, it's half right. I mean, that's the part I, that I couldn't understand. I agree, and I think that's sometimes what these traffic studies try to show is that assuming more density and more populations added, maybe that eventually does need to be signalized so that it can be a full left-hand turn, or maybe that this happens occurs further north. Okay, let me ask you kind of a clarification question as far as GPD is concerned. And I don't know if they, when you do a traffic study, if you just kind of do a traffic study and look at what was proposed or whether you make recommendations. I mean, were they involved in any of this or how did you, you guys, determine this layout pattern, you know, two months ago, three months ago, four months ago? Yeah. Um, we, we coordinate both internally. I mean, was somebody like GPD involved at that point, or, they're, they're, or they're, you did they, it all they internally? Coming because they they were involved in the first traffic study. So even way back when, when we did it for the residential, we started to consult about what this might look like. We didn't run formal numbers because it was way too. No, late, but, but I mean just gets, logical stuff. It, yes. Like because I you know I I questioned first time I saw this and I kept thinking, what's your main what's your main entrance? I mean in terms of. Is it the Sherwin-Williams entrance? What is that, A? Or no, that's not A. That's just the Sherwin-Williams entrance, I guess. Or is it B now? Or is it going to be D if we move it up? I, I mean, what kind of like... If your question is, did GPD like give them direction as far as their site layout? I would guess no, that GPD did their traffic analysis based on their site layout, and then were they building for position? that would depict parking fields and then they would have interpretation of where the cars would enter and depart. I mean, typically when we have it done, that's how they look at it. So um, what they did is they did a traffic count, uh, basically early December. They used those numbers, 
plus numbers from the IMS study that was done as part of the interchange uh, modification and then adjusted once. And then, so they have those numbers which reflect today's numbers and then they have projection numbers that they go by ODOT projections and uniform standard traffic projections and they have a, in this case, it's a 2045 projection. So the numbers and the analysis is based on the 2045 build out projections and that's how they're determining like the traffic. Okay, but if I, if I would sit down day one on this thing, if I was sitting with you guys, you know, I'd be asking the question in terms of if I get off at 77, which probably the majority of people will be, I would assume, and I'm coming to this facility, do you want me to use the Sherwin-Williams entrance or do you want me to use B? Depends on your final destination. So what we, what we I think we even might have briefly talked about this, some point in here, there's a, a, a line in which this becomes your primary versus this becomes your primary. Okay. Very generally speaking, the service corridor, let's call that the hotel, the retail, um, the, the grocery, and, and some other likely service to come, maybe even in that, <coughs> we want you coming in this main entrance. Well, that's relating to Sherwin-Williams. Correct. Mostly. So that, would be, that would be your main entrance. <coughs> you're planning on visiting this quadrant, probably for sure, this road over subjectively starts to get less and less important the more you move here. And then at some point, if you're coming to the office, this is your main entrance. And then if, you're, if your final destination is somewhere in here to here, it becomes a little more subjective to comfort. And, and what we want to have is optionality. So that if a person who's uh, planning on coming here knows that it's 5.30 and Sherman Williams is letting out and it's coming out this way, they probably then use that. Right, the second, third, fourth, tenth experience. We want them to have the flexibility to be able to adjust. That's okay. The importance of having kind of two main entrances. Okay, let me ask as far as C is concerned, and why is C even there? Because it's right, it's right in and right out. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not asking to take it away. I'm asking why is it there? Is it to ease the traffic or whatever? Because again, you're not going to be, if you're coming in that entrance, you're not going to necessarily be leaving that entrance. It's for two things. Event specific when we shut this road down, right? And for people who might be visiting the hotel. You shut they, the road down while you're shutting the We shut this road down for events because this is our okay. pedestrian street. Right? Right. We've got to have the ability to get in and out. We don't want to create dead ends. But also because people coming from the service corridor um, those are the people that are going to be coming from the furthest way. Those are the people who are most likely to make a mistake. They're going to come in here and they might go past or whatever and they could swing back around or they could quickly exit. They're, those are the people that more than likely would have to be able to get in and out of here um, in a way that doesn't necessarily make the most functional sense but gives them a, a bailout. We don't want to create... So you want to be able to close that road down, which I think is a good idea. The other thing I would, example I would say where it's... Um, Poorly done, an example where they wish they had that bailout would be like um, Legacy Village. You go in that center area, you get trapped. You, if you go to Legacy Village, you know where you're going. You do not drive in that center road because you end up getting no. boxed in. We do not want to create that environment. We want to have an environment you can quickly get in, quickly get out. That's why we're trying to do that. Okay. So, Kevin, could you just explain? I'm an employee, I'm going to work in your building I. I come in from 77 to Miller. How would I probably get to your parking? the parking structure or your parking. So people coming from 77 and Miller would be going down Miller Road, making the left into here, right into here, and parking in this parking floor. Okay, so the 
So the road intersection B. Yes. Signalized or yes. not? So no. Not not as shown. Not, no. And it's and it's also not it's not required now. Personally, I want to signalize that. I do think eventually this gets densified enough that it, it might warrant that. We're prepared to do so. I would like to. I want to do it in a way that doesn't disturb the signal at 2182. But currently, for phase one, that is not the plan. It's Jerry, what kind of old dot? They have to. Things are that's why they ran, wise or whatever. They, they ran the warrants, and none of none of them per what they said. I don't know how close they are because it just says if it passed or failed the warrant, but. Um, they would have to run the uh, warrants and prove that it's a signal's warranted. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't say that in the engineering. Being close to the interchange. And, and without going to numbers, I, I'm an employee. I'm coming from Route 80, coming uh, northbound on 21. Mm -hmm. How do I get in? Um, to, you're going to make the left to there. To, to the whole thing. To the whole thing. Yeah, you're going to come to, here, and make a left, and then a right. So I have to make a left turn at the make same. A left turn. At the intersection, and that's sort of the that's sort of the route that the former hospital employees took, right? Because that's right. that that entrance right there right now is almost almost identical to what that entrance is at. Well, that's the easy one. It's if you're right. coming from the other way and you're going to go across traffic that you might, if you're coming from uh, east on Miller, on Miller. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Chairman, that's the hard one. Yeah, and that's where we're the widening and the left-hand turn lanes. That's where we're planning on addressing. Yeah. Yes, Mr. Just Mr. some history for the uh, to the commission originally. When the VA opened, uh, that entrance off of 21 in the middle of the property was a right turn uh, in and a right turn out. Eventually, with the growth of uh, across the street and the VA, they uh, warranted a, a traffic signal to be placed there. And therefore, it was a right turn in and it could be a left or right turn out based upon the traffic signal. Then after uh, the VA uh, reduced their staff uh, dramatically, uh, and so did Lubrizol. It was uh, Noviant at the time. The traffic signal uh, there was removed, and uh, it became a right turn in and a right turn out. So uh, again, it was based upon having a signal there, which I, I, I take it, you know, there's no signal warranted at that. You haven't asked for that location, but uh, I don't think it would be warranted. No, and again, I, I um, would not. We disagree would with not. these reports often. And we can, and so, but well, the, these reports that now are based upon a lot of speculation, I would believe. Exactly. I mean, how many employees are you going to have? 2,000, 5,000, right. 7,000, 3,000, or what? And, and, and again, I, that's why my, my, um, my punch is at some point we're going to, we will hopefully have the, the, the employee count that would much more a signal. That would be the most likely next year in person. Um, in our opinion, especially the way we plan to use it. The other couple points I just wanted to make, we realize that this not aligning with the two driveways across the street isn't ideal. The easiest solution, I think, is to try to go to the, the two tenants there and get them to link up into one drive. That, to me, is the, the proper way for it to be done. Because currently, you have two drives here that both have rights and lefts, and that, that could cost, but again, that's fixable. Whether we do that through medians or whether we get them to, to, to join into one we would definitely go pursue that. We've done that before. If you look at this length, roughly, you have three entrances, two full, one right in, right out. That's what we're proposing. Across the street, there's four. And all four of those are basically right in, right in. They're, they're, they're fully you know, left in, right turns. If you were to run this 
what we're showing now, we're really showing um, or requesting three, counting Sherwin's, our park view, and this one that we're asking for today. Somewhere in between, there will be a fourth. We expect that. I, I, doubt, I highly doubt it's there. Um, if it's there, it probably makes this one go away. We're not asking for that now. If you were to run that same distance down south 21, there's not. Right, so the idea is, I don't think we're getting crazy. We're trying to keep that in mind. We want to do things the right way. That was done out of the habit of growth, right? You, you, you do things little by little, and sometimes you're not as forward-looking. So our idea here was to take into consideration what's already around us and make sure that we were being more efficient. Mr. Chairman, if I may? You may. Um, after reading the report and, and listening to your, your review, um, the one that I see that of, of all these, which ones, and I, I assume it's going to be D, um, is the one that would be, that's where uh, Mr. Wise wants you to run the main corridor out. Um, to me, that one would seem like a, a viable one, but it would have to be across from Lubrizol. Mm -hmm. If it actually did need to be right. lit, right. that that would be the proper way to actually put it in in a manner that it, it can be lit and it does not become an issue five feet off or ten feet off of, right. of another parcel. So, so to address that, the re if, if and just taking a few steps to that comment, the reason we're not doing that today is because we're trying to have max flexibility to whatever this wants to become. And we have users that, you know, for example, we have a specific user that likes the idea of an L-shaped building that wraps and then goes up into that development. In that scenario, we would probably take that road and go further that way, right, inward, and it would sort of eliminate portions of this future development, and we'd be able to better align that. We also have smaller office users that would maybe use a portion of this, and, and basically this road we shift. So we, we're seeing a lot of different potential uses, but the idea is this makes us use the land we know we're gonna use the most efficiently today, and it gives us the flexibility to adjust later. And if we're mid-construction for our building, this is a future building, we have a, a parking lot here, this is not a big deal to correct. But if we go up here now and try to line that up, now we, we, we've sort of wasted all this property and we're cutting ourselves off from, from specific users that have shown interest to want to be close to the mixed use but not in it. It just seems like a, a proper proper way out so you don't have a right in right out that Mr. Pato had an issue with. And uh, you know, as I look at Mr. Wise, Mr. White Wise has the expertise on the traffic. And I, I guess I agree with that is that it would be if we line that up, that that would be and, and then it can you know if if, if something needs to change but that seems to be the one that I would agree with more if it was lined up than, which one is it? A, which is just a right in, right out, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, you know, if you're coming from a different direction. That if we know somewhere along the line we have the possibility of one there, we put it at the light across from Lou Bazal. And, you know, and, and that just, uh, that's, that would be my opinion. Kevin, what, what's the, the uh, distance um, between the center lines of A and D, do we know? We, oh, we it's, it's probably over 300 feet. Over, that's what I was guessing. But. Again, I, I just for clarification on why I chose or I prefer D, and maybe I'm mistaken and the Planning Commission doesn't really have a concern for it, but that's where the island, the median was already broken, and it's obviously the opposite Lubrizol. 
I just I'm I'm a little bit concerned that if we keep punching out to and have full intersections along Brexel Road, at some point there won't be any island left, any median. But if that's not something that the Planning Commission deems important, it, it would just look like the rest of it going to the south. For what we're looking for to keep our momentum, we'd be amenable if the if the commission was amenable to obviously, you know, preliminary approval pending proving our case through engineering and showing that it works and that we have flexibility. And if we end up doing exactly what you're saying, Mr. Stuckey, that's okay with us. If that's the worst case scenario, I think what we have shown is, is the best for today. But I also know that in six months, we hope that a handful of these people we're talking to might solve it for us. And we might go to that longer term arrangement sooner. Um, but again, that's not going to change our too much, our mass grading plan, our, our ability to get out there. And even if at the end of the day we did we installed this like it is and held off on installing this pending where we're at here, that's okay for us. We can make that, that's a that's a three to five month change. That's not a, a year, you know? Um, can I ask another question? Certainly. There, um, well, it, what bothers me is that as I read through this, um, it, it's not that the, the city engineer does not have comments, it's just that there's, there's no engineering information enough for him to actually make comments on on the site plan. Is, is that how I read that before us? I mean, as far as their grading plan, they have a full grading plan. As far as anything else with any dimensions, any radiuses of curves or anything, that all, all we have is this uh, 11 by 17 exhibits <clears throat> here. So you would, you would need that before you make a preliminary approval? Well, I don't make the preliminary approval, you do. Right, but you would have to have all that before you could review it. I guess Monica can explain what the code requirements are for the preliminary approval, but the, um, in the past I've seen more detail. Mr. Stuckey, there, so there would, be, uh, there would be additional information required for the Planning Commission to grant a preliminary approval. Um, if, they, if you decide not to go in the um, direction of approving with <clears throat> contingencies, so you can make a contingent on uh, review and approval by the city engineer. Um, we'll just take the soils, for example. Um, but there, there is a list of items that are required for the preliminary approval um, that would have to be provided um, upon completion of the public hearing and any vote that the Planning Commission would take. So these drawings don't have it, but we could make it contingent on you could. it being provided and the engineer approving. For, yeah, for certain items. But these drawings we have right now are not. Correct. And it's my understanding, and, and the applicants can speak to this, is that um, you are looking for the guidance from the Planning Commission in order to take some of those steps in that, terms of engineering. That was what our expectation and hope was right because we obviously know that we can't start without a permit and without a permit we got to provide design and, and, and in order to get approval on design we got to actually have the engineering to support the plan um, and I would even say that that's that's happens prior to final approval of that work we there's still a step here between even what we see as final approval of the plan and of that phased approval that then needs to go that Jerry has to approve to get a permit so there's a step beyond the Planning Commission yeah for preliminary, so for final, soils comes into play. There's a host between preliminary. There's a whole laundry list. Yeah, yeah right, and, and right, right now what we're discussing is, is preliminary. Um, 
concept, non-final. We realize, as with the previous phases, that we have to come in with all of those items. Uh, we're just we're to that point to really go to the next step is defining where we are so far that everyone is is in a general agreement with that knowing we're subject to, to engineering. And, and just to echo on that, the one of the the biggest intents of the preliminary approval process is locking in the setbacks, heights, walkways, parking, and the big picture items. And then um, through the final approval, those engineering details, soils, et cetera, um, come into play. Okay. Mr. Well, Chairman, if I may. Yes. Uh, I, would, I would recommend and suggest that we take those one by one if you're prepared to, to respond on each one of those. And um, and just move down that list and let's see where we are. Uh, and if there's a need for, and there will be a need for some contingency uh, in this approval, but uh, at least we'll give them an answer so they know where they can put their money in their planning. And Mayor, are you referring to the criteria required for the preliminary plans or the, the okay. Because that's what they're asking for. And uh, you're asking for preliminary approval, are you not? Yes. And you're also asking for approval to begin to move, uh, ex excavate the dirt. Yeah, we're looking, we're looking for preliminary approval to get eventually to the final approval before that work starts. So when sure. the, what, that, what would happen between a preliminary approval to us is we'd, we'd release 100% of the design, right? Because there's quite a bit of work to do here, as you've pointed out, to connect the dots on the detail of what is currently a concept. But and I some, think what you're asking for is guidance Yes, as part of that preliminary yes. approval, yes. so you know where to continue on. Absolutely, is that correct. Yeah, and, and it was it, it was very similar to what we did in residential phase one for canvas. I mean, there was, you know, we we approved it in phases to get us to a point, and then eventually we still had to connect all the dots. And even beyond final approval, it was still pending engineering's permit approval. So there was there was still a step beyond the planning commission. And just to give some further clarification on the process, and Kevin took the words out of my mouth, this is a very similar approval process to what you saw with the residential approvals. Um, so, and also a point of clarification, no approvals could take place tonight for the items one, two, and four that you see on the write-up. The only approval that could take place tonight would be for mass grading, for preliminary and final of mass grading, SWIP and clearing subject to the engineering approval um, items one, two, and four, one being the uh, conditional use approval of the LB district, and then phases one and two of the business plan development area, those require public hearings as their conditional for, uses. Right. Mm -hmm. for Monica, for those, we're looking to advance those to the meeting later this month to, for the public hearing part, right? And Correct, yeah. So the planning commission um, would have to vote as to whether or not they would desire to uh, schedule that public hearing. Yeah. Which is also part of the the request that they would be making then this evening? Is that uh, what I understand then? So the, the request... That you're going to ask for a public hearing? One, two, and four. One, two, and four to advance it to, to a public hearing. Um, in the past, I mean, it's not a written requirement, but we've generally had consensus that if we're going to send something to a public hearing that we're in agreement with that we, we think it's in the realm of approval um, what, what I heard tonight in your presentation is a fair amount of ambiguity 
in certain aspects that are still being developed that the road could be here the road could be there um, this could adjust like this this could adjust like that um, so, so there was a number of things that were described that but just are to, still I'm sorry just to the for the future phases of development that we're not asking for approval tonight oh you talked about the the roadways on coming on to 20 correct correct but I but what we're what we are asking for approval is what is shown in red right what the con some of the concerns that were brought up would for example that far east entrance could change and we're saying we have flexibility to change that if need be um but i but we are asking for that conceptually to be moved on that makes sense mr chairman i, I think the mayor had the right uh, uh, this might help us out if we could actually have Monica do item by item that, you know, as we look at, and we, we then could discuss the different items that we may have issues with on the drawings. Sure. Um, when we say item by item, meaning items one, two, three, and four on the no. approval or items no. that or are- The item that she read, the items that- Understood, yeah. understood, okay. Um, I, I've got no problem with that. Um, I, I would, before we proceed into that too, though, I guess there's a discussion for what's what's required for preliminary approval. There's what's required for final approval, and then there's the general requirements for a business plan development area. And um, going, I guess, going down that list just for discussion purposes before we go into. It, a general description of the general development organization, description of the development area, I think you're hitting these, description, general description of the uses, all requested deviations from the city codes. Architectural concept including considerations of environment, style, materials, colors, compatibility with surrounding developments, and the like. Signage concept including style, colors, materials, location, sizes, um, landscape concept, parking provisions and agreements, general agreement to be used with the prospective uses of the buildings or units on control of uses, aesthetics, maintenance, common areas, any other information required by planning commission. So that's um, the, the general things for because we're as a plan development area. So the, the advantages of the plan development area lets us modify and do certain things to help you get the development that that you want um, but in doing that we're then defining other things that are not fully defined because we're defining them it's a planned development area so there's these items that sit there so when we say for a preliminary approval we need we need this um, that's based on things that are are fitting into the categories of our zoning ordinance the 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 plan development areas we're, we're making up our own to to some degree we're modifying them mm -hmm. to help you get this mm -hmm. forward so it, it presents a greater need to understand some of these things now because we don't have it written to rely upon later if if that makes sense yeah and i and i think what therein lies the chicken or the egg type of situations we constantly <laughs> put ourselves in right um, True. And, the, and yes. the idea is if, 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 if going back, I think I said at the first meeting, if there was some way possible that we could come here with a very close to or near finished product, we would. We, we know um, what, we are, what we think we have very close, if not there, is the layout of the 
of the of the areas to the to the south of the red lines and and um, the quadrant of what the grocery is and the network itself and then beyond that really our building and that's what we want to continue to move forward and, and our interpretation of what of what the the business plan development area allows is to kind of do it in that sort of setup and yeah then it's going to still put us in a few situations where uh, the context was really important last time we were here right it's like yeah we, we want to give you that approval but but what's what's behind door number two here um, which is why we put the video together and kind of put those efforts there at the same time you're as a planning commission still have a bite at every single specific detail of that apple as we bring it to you and our 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 hope is that what we've shown you for context purposes of the big picture is enough to kind of take that leap with us to for preliminary approval so that we can continue getting the details connected on a building by building area by area basis um one the video looks fantastic it's great um but at the same time as you're presenting it you this is conceptual it's not nailed down so it, it looks great but your presentation is such that you're um caveat I, I don't i don't want to say this in a negative way you're not committing to it because sure. you can't yet i understand sure. that you can't yet sure. um but then we're <clears throat> Well, I, it, just like you're saying the chicken or the egg, we're caught on the same side. Yeah, so so what I get what I think would be important to commit to and maybe we could make some of those commitments public is the quality, right? The the feel, the sense, the the scale, the the I'm trying to think of some of the we we know we do know things like our requests for for amount of stories per building, but some of the uses in those buildings are not. They're very much in flex. Um, we are very confident that we, we want to create this type of atmosphere. So how could we define that in a way that could make the planning commission comfortable and commit to that on record or make it a contingency? Um, we did do that in previous discussions. I think we even did in our development agreement where we agree to a certain type of quality. Um, and that hopefully, again, all these little pieces, parts will, 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 will make um, both parties comfortable with continuing to move it forward. Looking at it the other way, if we were to have to have all these details up, I just don't know how we get to that point either, right? So the, there, there's some blend of, of trying to get as much of that info committable. And I didn't mean to say like, oh, it's not gonna look this cool, it will. It just might be a little different. No, <clears throat> I understand. Yeah, I, I've been part of it, I understand the position you're in, um, but you understand where we're coming yep. from too totally so now that being said those are the items that it defines for a plan a business plan development area so if we want to go as discussed down the list um that, that monica had that that's fine but also understanding that we're looking for um th these are the, these are the items that are needed for the business plan development area so item number one can we I'm going to just start can, there. Sure. Can we clarify real quick about the parcels? Yes. Uh, Mr. Shria has a question. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. So I've been elected to ask a couple of dumb questions, and I apologize if you've answered them previously. But so are any of these um, streets to be dedicated to be public street dedicated to the city of Brexville? That was one of the earlier uh, questions from Mr. Wise, or at least in his report from the first meeting. Yeah, and I apologize, I was not at no, that No, no, that's okay, because it's fair. Um, the, um, our intent, though we're open-minded, is that they are private. 
but they have easements and accessibility for the city to, that makes the city comfortable. We don't, what we often see in, in situations like that is cities don't want to take the burden to maintain and all the costs. That's not what we're asking for. If for, we've also been to some cities that are like, we'll take that on because we want control. We've accommodated that way too. So our intent was to own and operate and maintain these with proper easements and access. So is there any intent to subdivide this permanent parcel further or would you own everything? Um, the intent is to own everything. Um, we would probably need to subdivide for different entities that own it. So I'll give you an example at the hotel. The hotel group will be different than the collective ownership of the, of the let's say, the remainder of the center. Um, there are grocery units that want to own their own grocery units, so we could subdivide that. The, the idea is that there will be some subdividing besides the hotel. That's the only one I know today. The other ones are more as a product of the tenants and users come to play. Okay, so and the reason I ask is so that we can facilitate this for you. And I like very much everything I see, and I appreciate all the answers that you provided to commission members, uh, questions from the last meeting. And I was very impressed by um, the, the presentation this evening. That helped address my concerns about the architecture, which is an important part Absolutely. Of, of the PDA and the overlay requirements. But so, Mr. Weiss, correct me if I'm wrong. So if they're going to... If we're going to subdivide these some parcels at some point, will they not need access to public right of way? No, they they would have to. Again, let's let's use the ones that are probably logical that are going to be yeah, that's subdivided. What I'm asking. Like the grocery the, store, um, the grocery or... store would be a parcel. That means their road going through there would be a common ingress egress utility uh, and utility easement. Um, so it would have frontage. They could create a parcel that would have frontage on that common ingress egress easement. Um, That's how they then, would solve that. Uh, so I mean, there's like there's obvious. I don't know. When I look at this, there's obvious parcels that they're going to split off in the future, and then probably for financing or different ownerships, even within the uh, De Geronimo group, they'll probably have parcel splits that just go under different names that will have to have legal frontage. So they, they do have to have access, but it would be provided via easements mm -hmm. that, that you would have to agree to with each of your right. Okay. Mr. Chairman, if I may, and, and please interrupt me at, if I'm if these questions are too far down the road, please let me know. So please ask. Um, with, earlier we had spoken about setbacks, for example, from Miller Road mm -hmm. to, to the structures themselves. If, if the intent is for that main east-west road to be built, once that's in, that area to the south of it becomes fixed. So every foot of easement north of Miller Road is a foot less than that you have to work with. Have we discussed what that total uh, setback of the, of the building structures from Miller will or can be? So that is depicted. Mm -hmm. on this. We discussed that last time. Sure, I know you had asked that question, so we, we put that on here to give a little more clarity. It's actually larger. I, I said 30 foot, mm -hmm. but I was thinking to the sidewalks, not the curb edge mm -hmm. on these. So we actually, from curb edge to building, are, 30, are 40, just over 45 foot along Miller, and we're a little more at 65 foot along Bruxton. Those are what are contemplated in that drawing. And, and to address the vision behind that a bit, it's a bit of a blend of traditional commercial and a downtown pure urban setting. If you were to go 
and we all have numerous times to the corner of 21 and, uh, and 82, those buildings are much closer, right, than the setbacks. That's a true urban downtown. We're not trying to be quite that, but we also don't want to be the more, um, let's call it 60, 70 style of construction, which is parking fields all the way up to those uh, right-of-ways are very close to the sidewalk, and then, um, you know, to hit some 75-ish to 100. Uh, we are trying to bring and, and make advantage and create a presence at that corner. Monica, what is it, what, what is our code for? I know this is a PDA, but what, if this was not a PDA, what would our code be on this for setback? So if the Planning Commission were to grant the LB district as a conditional use, the setback for LB is 100 feet. Um, alternatively, OB is another district that um, was included in Ordinance 5011, and the setback for Miller Road under OB for office buildings is 100 feet for Miller Road and fit, or sorry, I'm, I'm switching them, 50 feet for Miller Road and 100 feet for Brexville Road. Okay. Thank you. And that it was actually, um, Josh, it was me who brought that up. That, sorry. That's right, Mr. Shreer wasn't here, so I don't, I don't want to get him he in trouble. No, I don't okay. want to get him in trouble. <laughs> that's okay. That was um, and that was my comment, was that T1 is actually at 85. T1, mm -hmm. T1 is at 85, yes. and, and that is still my biggest concern. Um, your buildings look great. I, I went over and walked Pinehurst. Pinehurst mm -hmm. is beautiful. But if you do Pinehurst, because you have the green crest. Pinecrest, sorry, what did I say? It's okay, Pinehurst. close enough. Pinehurst. Pinehurst. He's thinking That's a golf, golf course. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's beautiful. But what I noticed is it's, you have the detention pond at the front yep. and Whole Foods at the front. Yep. So that gives you your buffer. Yep. Okay, and on the other side, you have a buffer. On the other side, you have a wall. So you have a, a lot of natural buffers. And that's my biggest concern because I love this layout. I, it's just, to me, we're going to be so intrusive on people driving on that street that I, I think that is, I, I agree, that's, I think we need to come to a happy medium there. I don't think it should be 100, but I, 45 just, and thank you for providing that because it's just, it, to me, that just, that scares me. And the other thing at Pinecrest is there's only two buildings that are five story. The rest are two and three stories. Okay, and I walked it and it's just, it's laid out nice, but every one of those buildings has a back door as Mr. Pato was saying, for, for getting in and out, you know, for, and they have shields back there and have the additional parking mm -hmm. for snow removal, snow plowing, snow everything. So it just, it seems to me like, like Mr. Jansen said, is if, we, if, if you want us to help right now, I think we need to uh, adjust some of the things and agree on how far we want back, you know, how much, you know, what we need to do now to, to try and help you. Uh, Mr. Chairman, may I? You may. Um, with due respect to uh, what the councilman just said, I, I look at it differently. I believe that the most important aspect of, uh, of the setback is what is its impact going to be on the front of the buildings rather than the rear of the buildings. People are going to drive by and are they going to spend much time looking, hopefully not, looking at the building? Um, what they're going to spend the time looking at and where they're going to park and where the amenities are going to be are going to be on the front of the building. So I would rather see uh, you uh, dedicate more space to that than 
worry about the setback of the buildings to the rear because driving by there is not going to have much impact whatsoever because you're making it a turn there's going to be a lot of activity with traffic going in and out at that at, at, at that intersection mayor so, i was going to make the comment uh in terms of similar to that in terms of that on miller road is basically the back of that building right because it's going to end up being storage or something so the challenge to you and the architectural firm is going to be what do you do with that facade yeah and and, a you know, and whether it's just done well you know right. which showed up well on your your renderings or you know whether it becomes display so to speak like yeah. with the walgreens thing or whatever yeah. but i mean that's a that's a fast forward thing we're, yep. we're not there yet but that's a challenge at a minimum it's four-sided architecture i mean yeah. there are, there are technical backs of buildings but aesthetically there won't be yeah. um you know, a couple or two, it's a fair point. We, we debated the point ourselves. Um, what happens with those 100 foot, and I know you're not saying that, or setbacks, they end up being 100 or even more because then you switch the parking fields out front, which is, you know, if I look at Pinecrest, which I do, I, I, we're very proud of how things turned out and how it feels there. But looking back on it, um, the the parking, which we'll get into, the field of parking doesn't, is, is it feels like two different places. When you're on that street and when you're in that parking in the back, it just doesn't feel the same. Um, we wanted to space out the parking more selectively. Putting the, the development closer to the road allows for that because we can find pockets of, 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 of surface parking mixed with structured parking, as we've done in a couple areas, that gives us that flexibility of doing that. And, um, and you do have um, a, a lot of green space on the other side of the road, on the, you know, with the Lubrizol uh, property. You have green space there. Then along Miller Road, you have green space. And there is, there's actually a fair amount. The, the one thing that really doesn't show well here, and it, it, it actually, it actually is, is almost misleading of how this is a very long street, right? This is, this is much longer than it just appears in this rendering or on any plan. There's a lot of space between these drives, and there actually is a fair amount of green space potential and hardscape, nice hardscape potential in that buffer zone. So, you know, we had a couple iterations that were more like 20. Um, and so we did back that up. You just didn't see that because we didn't think that was the right way to start because here's, we, you know, as we went to lay it out and come up with this plan. So um, our hope, obviously, is that we're, 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 we're close to it. If we're within four or five feet, obviously, I don't think that that's going to hurt anything. Um, but we also, this was sort of a result of our agreement with Sherwin-Williams made several years ago, three now, I can't believe, um, where their, their need to be offset and us to try to guess quite frankly, how much space we needed depth-wise to do what we're planning on doing here today um, is, to, to, is to use this as efficiently as possible and, and also allow for that flexibility we, we, we maintain is super important to allow for subsequent development in these other phases. And Kevin, I, you know, I, agree. I, don't, I don't want to take away from the facility, but when I see four, four buildings that are only proposed, and, and we're talking about moving this 20 to 30 feet or to, to get us a little bit farther away. I, I just, I don't think that's too much to ask for. Um, and the other, the other question is the five stories. Is, you know, are we, are we doing five stories? I mean, I, the, to me, that's just a lot of buildings with five stories. Can I back up to your first? Yes. So you'd mentioned about the parking and the setback. And so actually adjacent to us, if you look down the street, is a perfect example of it, where the buildings to the south have been pushed away from the street. And then all of a sudden, we end up with parking along this entire corridor. It's only 20 foot off of the road, because it's all the setback that they need along the 
So you kind of... You're talking about the parking across the street. From correct. The so I, I to think Kevin's point, when, when you start to do that, it starts to force what we see on the other side. And, and Josh, you're absolutely right, but the difference is it's not a five-story building sitting that close. And, it, and if your parking was there, you would have, you, your buildings would be set back. Like are these that. apartments or condos or what are these? We don't, you know, we think it's residential. We we do think that this building definitely lends itself to being residential and apartments in some way. These two are what's kind of we don't know. We we've, we've had interested office users and let's if I had to guess right now, I guess one would be residential, and one would be office. If it's residential, where do they park? Uh, across the across the, we have we have, we're proposing eventually going to be proposing bridging across those. How do they move in if it's, I mean, because they've just got the, the little street. So I know we're going to time the deliveries. Is it same thing for move in, move outs? That Absolutely. So, okay. Yeah, we're not, we're not um, reinventing the wheel on any, this is, this will actually be on the easier side of, of suburban, urban development. Um, but move in and, and move out are always challenging on every project, the, the initial one. And then you, you stagger leases and then you actually schedule the move in moves out. So you, if you have a building has 50 people in it, you're not letting all 50 <coughs> move in on the same day. So. Except for lease up. Except for, yeah, right. Actually, it's got to the point with elevator use that we actually, those are broken into hours. Right. Okay. Experienced those. Yeah, we just did a, we just did a project that's very, way tighter than this in, the, in uh, Ohio City. Only has one access drive and, and a garage underneath. Moved uh, 135 people in, and you know, and, and again, there's you, we we had to book it down to on the app. You have this. This is your window. You have a guide. You have you know this and that. So it was, it's, it's technology's helped that. All right, there Mr. Was Chairman, an offer okay. on the table to go through line by line, um, sure. with Monica. Um, is, is anyone opposed to proceeding with that? No, but I'd like to ask one question, um, if I may. You just said about residential that maybe, and it almost seemed like you were saying residential to appease us. Um, I, I don't think the commission is demanding that every building have residential. No. Are, are you planning on that because you think that's what the commission wants, or no, we, is that we, your marketing? No, we are trying to. We want to. We want to build what the tenants want, whether they're office tenants, retail tenants, or residential tenants commercial office, commercial lab. There's, um, we just honestly don't know to this point. We've actually built a lot of flexibility in these proposed pads that we're creating within this network we're creating to allow for an office, which would actually might want to be a little wider, um, but still have the flexibility to maintain this, um, this streetscape in the way we have it you know, shown right now. Um, if it was residential, it might be a little narrower. Um, well, one last question, uh, Mr. Chair, if you bear with me a second. In your preliminary, um, marketing of the residential yep. is the results of that leaning you or leading you towards adding more residential because you feel that demand is so great or is great i do think there will be plenty of demand for residential i don't i don't think i don't think we could be a we we would want to and you would want us to build to where we could over residential this um, so we're, we're being ta tasteful to fit the market so that it's not too much of one product versus another. We want a balance of true mixed shared use. We don't want too much office and then, and then not enough. We need supportive retail. We don't want too much retail. That's another challenge that um, is very different at Pinecrest. 
you know, the 400,000 square foot of retail at Pinecrest, and which is at least 100,000 too much, maybe more like 200,000. What we're showing here is about 100 to 150 that allows us to be flexible in how we use that first floor, be it service for a residential building mayor, um, yep, a workout okay. facility, or, some, or true boutique residential. So I'm happy to hear you say that because I, I don't think that the intent of the commission has ever been that you would load this up with, with no, apartments in every no, building and no. turn it into a, a, no. a major use. No. We, we, for example, I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. This building right here on the back of the garage, this is proposed to be boutique office right now today. And we're getting a lot of interest in the 2,500 to 5,000 square foot office user, which really isn't appropriate for the other floors that we're not taking up in our building. Um, because that's more for like a 15 to 25,000 square foot user. Believe it or not, there's a big difference in how you chop those spaces up. So again, it's a little bit of inside baseball, but we're trying to build the maximum flexibility in our plan um, to allow for us to make those adjustments as we further go down the road. The good thing here is we have to come to you for that final approval on a per building basis. That's how we've executed this before. We've led with what we knew we were going to do. We worked with commissions like yourself and we've gone through these steps and sometimes we think one building's gonna go and we're starting to do some preliminary stuff and the next thing we know we get an eager tenant and now we, we actually say we apologize but we need to switch up some buildings. Um, it's really just a result of the market that, that we're trying to do it in and, and it puts us in a, a difficult spot to, to give you enough information to be comfortable and also to, to not get too far ahead of our skis. Thank you. But again, happy to go through line by line if, we, if, if, if there's specific items that I think that was what you were just before that. Yes. So, I mean, we can, we can go line by line, but um, I know Josh is aware of all the elements that are needed for the preliminary plan submission. Um, so the first one would be the, the plat and the plot plan. Um, to, uh, Monica, topographic I'm, maps. I'm sorry, which set are you looking at 1195? 1195.03, mm -hmm. okay. yeah. So that's the code section that's referenced um, in the BPDA. And the overlay section. Because this is, this is both. We have to bear in mind that this is an overlay district that's how it was zoned yeah it all so points to 1195 anyway but I correct just yeah so it's all to understand there's that. there's a layered appro approval process here so the lb is being requested in order to enable them to even apply for the bpda approval so um, 1195 gives an outline of what's required for the preliminary development plans um, so uh, topographic maps main and accessory building configurations a vehicular and pedestrian circulation, areas of common open space, site improvements, easements and deed restrictions, a soil report, and a list of deviations and variances to the code. And then any other information that the Planning Commission deems uh, necessary. Now, in fairness to, to the applicant, um, the soil report is recorded when it says extensive grading is proposed. I mean, how do, how do we view that here? Because that will matter whether or not we ask. I mean, if the soil report, report is at what this the point issue is, I'm, I mean, I would not have any concern considering the dirt they moved on the site. If the soil report was. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think we owe it to them to tell them that now or. <laughs> so. so we had submitted that. 
when we ask for final DPDA, we have provided that before. PDA for the residential, but that's what we had done prior to the soils. Is there anything that I mean, Mike they dug, a, they dug a trench 30 plan. feet deep through the entire, uh, <laughs> they pretty much know what the soils are for this. That, that's what I'm asking. There's there's not going to be any surprise no, here. No concerns. That's going to make you change your no. plan. So We wish most sites were like this. So it's not required, <laughs> based on the caveat in the language. Do you agree, Mike? Sorry, I missed that question. You said I'm it's sorry. So the, the code requires a soils report where extensive grading is proposed. But what we're hearing is it's, it's really not a concern we're hearing from Mr. Weiss and I don't want to, and the applicant, I don't want to put them on the spot, but we got to go on record too, because in case at a later date, Soros report tells them they need to change their plan because of it, you know, it's their responsibility. I, I trust their judgment, but we just need to, I think, go on record. Are, are you comfortable with that or? Are you asking me? Yes, ma'am. Um, I mean, you could you could make it a contingency for final approval yeah. of the whole site. Mm -hmm. and that would be. Yeah, I'm just clarifying whether we want it now because it was in what you just listed. Yeah. So the, it's it, it appears to be at the discretion of the planning commission as to whether or not it's required. So we're good. So I would. And they, I'm not concerned. I'm final. just asking it's, the question. It would just be for final. They'll have one at that point okay um, so of the items the plat plot plan um, that's that we don't have that yet correct the basis of it would be in the civil set but for the individual building itself, no, it's still an overall site. We would not be we would not be pulling the plat apart for the common roadway, nor for our office buildings and stands. That is something that really is required. So, so, so that is item A: plat property lines of the parcel or parcels proposed for development, including existing utilities, easements, streets, right of way, locations, existing. Um, of existing main buildings, land uses on adjacent parcels and across existing streets, uh, permanent parcel numbers. So that is something that would be needed for preliminary development plans. Um, the next one, topography, is is in those civil plans. Um, it was noted in, in uh, Mr. Wise's report that it's um, slightly outdated. It reflects the last submission. So there's there's some small adjustments. Is that a fair statement? Correct. Agreed. But but majority of, of what right. is expected is in there. Um, main and accessory buildings, the number, preliminary location, grouping of units, non-residential uses, recreational facilities, public uses. Typical floor plans. Um, typical floor plans, elevations, architectural designs, which depict the general character, scale, roof lines, and materials so I'd say the first part of that sentence I think you have the number preliminary location grouping non-residential uses I think that's in the submission um, typical floor plans elevations architectural designs you did share with us this rendering this evening which um, looks nice um, it 
it's not part of the submission um, and it it sounded as if there was still some work to do to um, become more concrete in in what that is, is, is I, I'm rephrasing what you stated so yeah, correct me sure. if that's inaccurate yeah and again I I, I think more from a more from because of the use of the buildings are, are still in flux but again and you know I, I mean obviously we put some thought into the overall look of those buildings mm -hmm. um, and so I don't I don't want to get too hung up on the idea that it could change and maybe shoot ourselves in the foot um, if there's something if it, if it makes more sense to commit to what were you seeing here today I'm comfortable doing that with then knowing that we might be coming back to change it um, well, whatever for, you think makes sense I would say for example DNF you said it could be office, it could be residential. Correct. Correct. If one was each and something changes later, yeah. we've seen what each possibility could right. look like. Right. That would, that right. would and, seem and like. I think materially they're not that different than what you're seeing mm -hmm. here. It just me at four or five feet in a corridor width is really what we're talking yeah. about. I'm just trying to think of how we can put this together in a yeah. way that we can keep you moving. Right. Well, I might be a little confused. We're talking about this was um, typical floor plans, I think, was the discussion. Typical, yeah. But that would apply to our building only, the phase two BPA. Yeah, that's one one thing. I'm a, I feel like we might be, because of we're, we're, we're like phasing within that phase, we are not necessarily asking for preliminary approval of the buildings other than the one we're showing our office right. on. Yeah, your office, but, but, that's it, and the roadways right. and whatever. Our, our in, Right, right, wrong, or indifferent. Our interpretation of it is that we are asking for that level of approval for our building in that area that it's in to some subjective manner. Just your building. Just our building. Um, and again, some of those things that are building, to your point, the height, um, the general use, we are setting some sort of precedence for later phases, but we still feel like we haven't committed to those other things so we got to come here when we're ready to commit to them mm -hmm. well we i'd be surprised if you built us this way right to be honest with right you. I mean. right I, but again you know we are very far we have floor plans for our building we have the the aesthetics you see here are are currently very accurate um and so we are you know we are you know pretty confident that that's what that ends up being some version of that very very Can close share that some of that sure. with us and some of that we talked about discussion of setbacks, the discussion of roads, where that building is located could affect what that facade wants to be. So a big part of tonight is understanding that because it's going to dictate, lead us down to being able to provide this for the next meeting, the, the ele more elevation and detail for that building. Good. Yeah, I, you saw the video. We can hope that I just saw it. Oh, you got me. So um, going with what you're saying, I agree. Item number four in your request, preliminary approval for a BPDA for office building I, including underground parking and restaurant common areas, office on floors two through five and associated parking. So from that standpoint, the items that I, I was reading off, floor plans, elevations, architectural designs of um, DNF are not yet applicable. Agreed. Correct. Um, but for, for, for your building, they are. And, and, and I would note in there, 
while I, also while I think it all looks good, I see a distinct difference between your building and the character of the other buildings mm -hmm. in the site. Sure. So um, I would read that as the other ones were generic and you're further along in your building. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and, and again, I, I, there's no intent to say that one building's higher quality than the other. It's just it's further detailed. Tend, it tends to look that way. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just looking from the standpoint yeah. of yeah. that they look like they're all part of the same development, yep. and I think that can be achieved. Yep. Um, so from the standpoint of building I, the underground parking, so in that discussion of typical floor plans, elevations, designs, to pick the general character, scale, roof lines, so general, not every detail, mm -hmm. not every exact item, but the general character and scale of roof lines, and materials of the proposed it, it's I'm reading it it's plural buildings but in this case it's building yeah um, that so 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 for item number four is the I, I think of, of these items that are on the requested list building I is the only one that that that, that section would correct. apply to correct um, Can I ask a question? It's a dumb one. For the public hearing part, if, if, if you were to theoretically advance this, and we're talking about item four, is my understanding that the public hearing would be specific to that building? I'm looking over, and I don't know if that... Correct. So because of the phased approach, uh, each individual building is we going have, to require a public right. hearing and, each and phase. What I typically happens, just because I thought that that was the answer, and I didn't honestly know it, I wish I did. But um, we, we've, what we see happen is we have that lead letter building that, like in this case, we're the, we're the tenants, so we're, we, we're, we're coming out with that. And then we probably do it more in like two to three building pockets, because I think the next couple buildings would likely be the hotel and the first residential building, as well as the garage and the office connected. We're not that far behind on those. We're probably two to three months behind. And so I think we don't have to do every single building one, one at a time, um, just in case that was a little overwhelming. It would be similar to what we did for T2 through 5. Right. Where there were multiple buildings in the summer. Right. Yeah, it's nearly an identical approval process. As I'm sure you remember, the commission approved Canvas Parkway as the street grid and then went from uh, the townhomes, the multifamily. So very similar phased approach. and. It follows the same exact code section in respect to the submission of preliminary development plans and final development plans. Mr. Chairman, if we were, can I ask a question? You certainly can. Okay, thank you. Is this for approval for like the valet turnaround too, or okay? I'm getting ahead of myself. Thank you. Okay. Um, with reference to the residential approval process, I think for the most part that process went okay. Um, I would like to uh, hope to avoid the parking scenario that we had around the certain units. So the more that we can hit that now, the less painful that becomes later. And Mr. Chairman, just because you're on that topic, if I may. So I appreciate very much the, the study that you provided with the national standards. But what would be helpful to us and what we really need is a comparison to our code. To It's Chapter 1183, and I would ask that you... Do that. Tell, In regards we, to the parking? Yeah, and okay. we would again need to know, as, as Director Barkowitz commented, you know, what variances you would need for the parking. Yeah. Is 
Two. And, and that was done on the residential. You guys provided that, so we would be looking for something right. similar. Yeah, you've done it before. And, right. And along with that, the the total parking I see on this is 1,125. Thought it was. And, and that, that right? But that, and and what did we base that on? That's based on what is is currently on that drawing. So if you go cool. to the bottom of the sheet, uh, page four. I believe it's 87 parallel spots, 390. All the buildings surface. shown in white. All the buildings shown in white. So, so that parking you're showing is adequate for those buildings. Correct. Correct. But we don't know what the Correct. usage is. Well, <laughs> we, we've we've made assumptions. Okay. As we said yeah. we, we showed yeah. our best effort yeah. to correct to make a that's based can, on can your study not necessarily on our code no it's not you're correct mr you're chair correct. if i could just know. provide a point of clarification so bpda's um you know there it's a unique zoning tool and um, under the criteria coordinated and or shared parking may be permitted with adjacent <laughs> private or public parking areas and i don't want to put you on the spot josh but in in, in helping me understand the direction of the, the parking analysis um you refer, refer to co-share co what was the so terminology you used that study that's in front of you no, 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 no. you are not related to anything it's the national standard and so that study was actually put on a conservative space that we could have used so it's inner site activity and travel, there's ranges where it says, you know, office users are going to use 50% of your restaurant, um, hotels are going to use 20%, et cetera. We actually took that study, the only thing we've done is say that 30% of the office tenant is to, to the retail, or excuse me, to the restaurant. Other than that, we've not applied it. And, and I'm not challenging factors. it. Don't get me wrong. Again, but you want to see what it theoretically would be. Right. Yes. Ms. Yeah. Markowitz pointed out to something that is really important from my perspective, and yeah. that is, you know, the code requires that every submittal, and we, we see this many, many times, and we typically do see it on the title page on the, uh, of the, the plans and specifications, yeah. a table that indicates every relevant section of code and how you either comply or not and any variances you may need. So I'm just saying, you know, we, we, we should see that, number one. And number two, you know, we certainly want, we've demonstrated even recently with other applicants, we'll work with you on parking. We have discretion. The code even goes further to say if, if we think the code requirement is excessive, we can recommend to council, you know, a change. But we need to see all that in one. Sure. Well, we, could, we can provide that and, and that, that won't be an issue. What you'll see is as you would suspect that the code would show significantly more because it wouldn't be accounting for these shared uses and these analysis mm -hmm. that are run. The one thing I would say though is similar to what we ended up with on the residential is we will have significant in these future areas land banked available areas that we can then adjust in subsequent developments. So we'll, we're very confident that the number that we've shown works. We actually feel like it's conservative to agree we'll walk through it we'll still show it compared um, but we've also built in the fact that we know that if we somehow get it wrong if we undershoot it we have ability to add both stories to the garage which will be built to go taller and then flat areas that'll be assessed as land bank parking um, to adjust for that the, the other part of that if i may since we're on the general topic of the plan is one of the things I've been wrestling with is, is the density, and I'm not objecting to what I see, but I, one of the reasons I asked about parcels is, again, per the code, if, if we're subdividing, there are setback requirements from those property 
lines. We don't know what they are right now. And uh, you've probably seen them. I can tell you where they are, Mr. Parkowitz can. They're, they're pretty straightforward. They're, you know, 40 foot here, they're as little as 12 foot there, but we typically know that. And again, we would know what variances we're going to recommend. If we're not addressing that now, you're in the blind. There's no guarantee that when you come back. It's a partial. Right, that we would let you put the building that you're demonstrating in that location with 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 that you know with to the your, land to your point what we are planning on relying on and i think this is where the, the the trust we've developed over the years of working together in these various projects we're trusting that if what we are proposing is a significant variance you'll deem it's worth it for example if we have a significant office user that wants to come and they want to be uh, own their building and their building wants to be on the corner of i don't, I don't have it's not up there now but you know, just to the north in that area. Sure. We're, we're relying on the fact that logic and, and will for, for wanting to invite that business in the town will prevail and we'll be able to say, hey, look, yes, this is a significant variance, but they also want to own. And so these are the variances they're asking for. That's, that's the, and we have that trust in, the, in, in this commission in the city that you've demonstrated yeah. so far. And as I, you know, you're relying on us to deliver on our word too. Okay. And I'll, I'll give you just one quick example. I think code says for a hotel, you have to have it on a six acre parcel. I don't know what we have there. Now you might need a variance, you might not, but you need to be looking at all those things. Frankly, if, if we had the time or you, you chose to, you could probably lay out where the parcels are, would have to fall based on your yeah. current plan and you could figure yeah. it out and tell us, uh, I would you know, urge you to do that. if. Yeah you're if you feel strongly this these are the buildings that you want to do at those heights yeah. at those many stories that's a good that's that a very good sense point. or no no it does and i and i can tell you right off the top of my head without knowing the details that the hotel we would probably not be proposing a six acre parcel for right because we'd be shared parking and so we'd be coming back with something less than that but wouldn't that help us though if 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 you actually as as dom said if sure. you actually had what the variances are you're looking at you know that that per our code yeah so that we instead of instead of not being able to help you guide you in the right way and actually negotiate like the proper information like we have a starting point and 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 you want I mean you're proposing four acres for the hotel and our code says six mm -hmm. then we have a number that we can actually negotiate because right now we're, we're not nego we, we don't have anything to negotiate sure um, the, I have two items, if I may, Mr. Mr. Chairman. Um, I think the land bank, I, I would like to see the land bank, instead of those four buildings back there, I'd like to see a With land. yields? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, after you do this study, and, and, you, and again, we've changed. You know, people can prove to us that the parking is the parking, but it's nice to have that area. Absolutely. The other thing I don't see is a detention pond. I too, in, the, in your C2, I see your, your temporary sediment ponds. Mm -hmm. I do not see a detention pond. The existing detention pond residential will handle the capacity of that as one of the pipes that mm -hmm. we have put in and installed already will right. service that entire detention need. Okay. That would be really something that I'd like to have our engineer of course. actually verify that and give us that information because I, I asked I, I asked where that was. That was a very early consideration because we knew this was going to be the most hard. And, I, and I'm fine with that. I just yeah. I, that was the biggest Absolutely. thing is I saw those four buildings back there that are preliminary, 
one of those to me should have been a detention pond or underground detention. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that I, as we look at in, in stone that we need, we have to verify that we're not overdoing that other detention. Yeah. Pond. So just, just uh, to give you the, what we were thinking at the time we did it, we were assuming that the, uh, that, that pond would serve for the mixed use area, but we will need to add detention in the area between the mixed use and that to, to I think it was like 30% of of the detention for the rest of the development for our for that leg the 25 acres between mixed use and the residential we'll give or take on its own and go into correct that pipe yes that goes to the yes that's why we separated those correct. yeah so it'll there'll be more detention that is needed in that area between the so two things that I, I i think mr if you do what mr sharia says and actually gives us the, the what we're actually talking and you guys want to change mm -hmm. and you know i think that would help immensely and just for the discussion what mr stuckey is requesting is item f under preliminary uh submittal requirements site improvements on a preliminary basis including drainage typical landscaping outdoor lighting fixtures and signs so relating to this one building that, that's so that's my uh, i apologize i did it again yeah. you are correct you are correct right so so but I think we're on the same page. I think it's it's always it's then coming back to process that we're bringing this in uniquely and we're dividing certain things because what we're, how I'm processing it we haven't obviously had a chance to, is that we can still accommodate this while keeping the ball rolling for the road network, the civil work, the, the, and that's what I'm proposing. But, but as we know, if you're going to do the civil work, you need to know where your roads are. You need to know where your utilities are. So we're going to have to agree on setbacks. Setbacks have to go first. Okay, and after setbacks, then you know, if if you're doing any green areas or where you're you know doing doing you know your cut-ins, so I mean we that that is our biggest thing for us to agree to, is because we I know it's just for one building, but your roads and utilities can't go in until we until we agree okay. on setbacks. Uh, agreeing with what you say and also agreeing with the mayor had just pointed out is that um, we do have multiple different requests on on the agenda tonight. So we'll just stick with the preliminary approval for the office building for the, for the moment, where I had mentioned the, the, some of the other items that i um, looking for, but it, it, the site improvements and such, we're really looking for that for office building I, we would be looking for that just around building I. Um, <laughs> easements and deed restrictions as they relate to I. Um, soil report we discussed already and then requirements and variances listed which is coming back to what Mr. Right. Mr. Shria brought up um, vehicular and pedestrian circulation um, as it relates to I mm -hmm. um, and, and that's for us to review and so all those items discussed so that's for us to look at review and send building I forward to a public hearing. Mm -hmm. And then we would look at um, tying in with what Mr. Stuckey was saying, preliminary approval of the business plan development area for the main roadway configuration. So then when we start talk about the preliminary approval for the roadway configuration, if we're only looking at the roadway configuration, um, <clears throat> knowing that the buildings are going to come back in later 
then the floor plans and elevations and such would be reviewed at that time. Coming back to what Mr. Shreya said is that puts you on the hook that yes. if we don't agree with something later, yep. that it, it needs to be clear that because we approve the road at some point does Conceptual mean layout of the road. Conceptual layout yeah. of the road. And even that, there seems to be um, a number of people on the commission with questions about the, we'll say, general vehicular traffic. And, and I'll, I'll specifically state several people brought up that, that eastern flag where, where it hits 21 in the right in, right out. So um, I don't, I don't want to speak for anybody other than just acknowledging that some people had some concerns regarding that. Um, so for that, common open space and recreational areas as it relates to that, I think you define. I, I think that's here. We, with you know the further recognized plans that would be needed, but the, the um, rendering diagrams seem to show that. Um, easements and deed restrictions. This one, I think, coming back to what was discussed, you're going to separate different lots that are going to be related to the roadway configuration. Um, I'm just, I'm wondering out loud if that presents a challenge to if, if we don't have the easements and the deed restrictions, is it going to change the roadway layout? You're telling us it's conceptual, the roadway, roadway yeah, layout I, might I change mean, anyways. But um, where you were mentioning that it might change, I don't want to put words in your mouth, just hearing what you, you were saying sounded more like the eastern side of this development than the western side. Yeah, and... and, so and are we relating, but the items where there was different properties were grocery, hotel, those were two that were discussed. Um, is that going to affect the, the deeds, deed and easements for those properties? Not it's today. back to the it's back to the chicken and the egg discussion. Right. right. Um, but but these are the requirements for the preliminary approval. Mr. Chair, just to point of clarification on this, um, it, it yes. would be preliminary statements on the type, location, extent, and legal restrictions um, on those easements and deed restrictions. So, um, Correct. So if he listed them preliminarily and they change, okay, but we have a general idea mm -hmm. of what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We have a starting point. Yeah, we have a starting point. We, we then know... Um, as Mr. Stuckey mentioned earlier, the hotel says six acres, you're going to show four. Okay, we all have a general idea that we're going to concede some acreage for the hotel. And the final one comes out to be 3.8 instead of four. We're already in the ballpark. We know. But then there's no surprises. Sure. That would seem like, I think Ms. Barkowitz brings up a good point on that, preliminary. So they're not legally recorded. It's yeah, preliminary. And, I, and again, though, my I don't want to I don't want to throw too much confusion into the, <laughs> the. We are very confident that the conceptual road layout is accurate. We have laid out the preliminary conceptual buildings. 
but there is the chance that I, I'll use the hotel because I think it's the least likely to change. That could change the location. So where I'm where I'm struggling to to process this is there's 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 always at some point where we've gone too far down the road in our opinion that what I'm hearing to like where what's practical for what we are and what we know we're asking for today. Fully aware, Mr. Shreya pointed out that at some point we are taking a risk that we asked you for the wrong thing and we got to come back. And I admire your courage for <laughs> well, right. Doing I mean, that's this. that's the world we live in. I mean, that's that's what we so. There, there's risks two ways. Right. Just to be clear that if we have to go back and answer to our own public, right. why did you allow them to go this far if it wasn't defined? So um, on that, I will say there's a certain amount of trust that's been built through, through the last development. Um, but at the same time, our, our risk can only be asked so far. So somewhere in there, we need to come to that happy medium where where we can get what we're looking for and you can get what you're looking for. Sure. So, and Mr. Chairman, um, as I look at it and as I've, I've went back to the, our notes from last time that Monica put on there, which were well done to help us, and they've gone through and answered a lot of those questions. For the roadway, you know, obviously for the utilities and, and, and the placement of those, for them to start their drawings on those, the two items, as I see it, that will dictate where they go are setbacks. I mean, that's the number one item. So mm -hmm. I, I guess from my standpoint is discussion by the Planning Commission to see whether there are setbacks, I think that will give them a very good indication of, I think that's their biggest item that they, they need going forward for, for their utilities and to be able to go forward. Um, the second one, it's not related to this, um, is if everybody's comfortable with five-story buildings. I mean, I, I think this is the opportune time if, you know, as I said, Pinecrest had two. Um, if, if, if I think this is the time, instead of letting them go down the road and, you know, that we discuss, first of all, the setbacks, if everybody's comfortable, if they're not comfortable, then I think that's the biggest change for them going forward on their site plan. You know, the, the parking, they can show parking later on. They can show these other items later on. But your setbacks are your number one items that dictate site plan. I, I think that's – and I, or, or, I'm sorry, Mr. Chairman. I was to say the, site, the setback for I is going to set the rest of the setbacks. So uh, – Exactly. And what I, was I is five floors, which is going to set precedent for the rest of it. So – if we if we simply look at I at five floors, it's going to answer what Mr. Stuckey is bringing up. Um, what I was interpreting, and, I, and again, I don't know if I'm interpreting this accurately. Number four, we've got a few details and a little bit of work yet to do to get to you. That's how I interpret this conversation, very very generically, on items. I mean, I'm, not, I'm, less, I'm less sure on item one, but for items two and three, based on what we've addressed, based on what has flexibility to be defined out and is still contingent on engineering approval, I feel like we've advanced that enough to, to A, in one case, get to the public part of just the roads that we need, um, and B, hopefully looking for your um, uh, consensus on, on the uh, approval to keep the design and the mass grading and SWIP and all that for item three. 
the, uh, the setbacks would be addressed, in my opinion, in item four and the height, which we will define. I mean, I, we feel comfortable with what we're proposing, but I don't know that since we don't have those other items that we could put the whole thing on the table. Are, are you? Yeah, no, we do. So pertaining to height in um, local business, business, that's a class three building, the height. Yeah, so it's allowed. Yeah, but hold on, what I was getting at, we know, we know what we want for height and setbacks. Yeah. I understand that. But there was a couple items that were listed and that we went through on some of the more details associated with building I that we don't have yet. Is that how you were interpreting it? Um, yeah, we were going through the preliminary development right. plan. So because of that, yeah, the whole package isn't there. That's that's to me. I don't. I don't. I'm. Mm -hmm. I'm again trying to weigh out what the best route to proceed is. I don't. If we. If it takes another meeting and a little more detailing, because we have that info to put that out appropriately and then subject that building to the public hearing, I, we'd be amenable to that. But I, I'll, well, as I say, I'll stick my neck out and say first, I'm okay with five floors. Yeah, and I second you on that. Um, I, 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 I don't no object. Problem with five or yeah. the setbacks. Um, the setback discussion, um, I, I think mm -hmm. maybe um, a couple other locations that have five stories. I mean, I, I, I work in a 20-story building. I'm 12 feet, but this isn't downtown Cleveland. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, sure. The uh, a, a couple other locations that give um, com comparison, yeah. um, so, something that makes us want to approve it where it is. Um, uh, I understand there's concerns from some of the commission members. Um, is there something that you can provide to put those concerns at ease? Yeah, we we um, we've even thought about it um, as as you were talking about a couple examples and how we even arrived at those setbacks in the first place. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, technically speaking, I mean, if, if, if you're okay with it with building I and you wanted to see it a little bit different for the others, we feel we still have to ask for that approval for the, those buildings, right? Mm -hmm. um, we've built that flexibility mm -hmm. into the program of the road layout. Keep coming back to that because we, we've, you know, even if we do and I feel personally, again, right or wrong, that that entrance on the east side, that's an engineering thing that I would normally work through with Mr. Wise because there's so many details. I, I, know, I know where you're, you're saying, but he, when we finalize and we owe far more detail in this traffic study, the final traffic study, as opposed to what, what you've seen here, and then match it with civil drawings and engineering, I do feel like that's something that could be tripped up and not approved via a permit. I I, I would say I don't think it's an engineering. I, th I because with, with with the building five stories, I'm good. Um, we're there, that east end of that main road, the main east-west road, terminating at a right in, right out, conceptually, still feels wrong to me. Um, if that road terminated up there, where Lubrizol Drive is, where there's a break in the median. As a concept, that makes a lot more sense to me. For setting engineering aside, before we even get to engineering, would that would you consider? A, could you consider a contingent alternative? Is that even allowed? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a contingent, a contingent. Well, because my if 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 the if the commission would allow a left in left out, we would take it and, and alter the median. It would be farther far enough technically away, if I'm doing the math, to allow for a left in 
a full left out and right out. You know what I'm saying? Meaning re remove portion of the median. Correct. But, I, but that we couldn't okay. do that twice, right? So if we, sh if we did proceed in the fashion that um, in that future, if that somehow happened, as unlikely as it is, the exact spot, that we would have to alter that existing, um, that, we, that we have temp almost like treat it like a temporary, because that's really what it is. I guess um, understanding objectively what you're asking. Yeah. Um, more specifically, I understand you're saying you would take out part of the median, but what were you saying was the trade-off that you would do? You'd fill another part of the median in? If, if we were going I, to, I our thought would be we wouldn't want to take out that median. I don't want to either, so that's two of us. Right. But in order to approve this to not be a right-in, right-out, because it has concerns of functionality, we said we would temporarily sure when plan to remove that median to be if there. this goes installed. Sure, and if we ever install a second or contingent alternative, that that would either go away completely, median replaced, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think of breaking the median that far apart from the Lubrizol yeah. drive is a great idea. What I'm what I'm interested in is is kind of I think what both of you are saying in terms of if we approve A the way it is now, and as this gets further developed, we don't like it any longer. Do we have the right to have you change it? to move it up to where I think everybody would prefer, which is the Lubrizol entrance. But, you know, if we do that now, that's going to throw a little bit of a curveball into your whole planning. If we say we want I it certainly would Lubrizol, want it to be the, I'd rather have do? that than, I, than hold up the whole rest of the plan before that, if that makes yeah. sense, if yeah, there's a trade-off. That's trade -off what I'm there. saying. Yeah, if, I would, I, and because I think either we'll prove it that it's that it actually does work and why and how that we just haven't done tonight and or something will metastasize in terms of the sense of an opportunity of specific tenants or an adjustment and we'll change it ourselves and then we'll come back here with a, an amendment to it clarify yeah, that I didn't, I didn't follow that you what, see what, what i'm saying right, i'd I, like to but I, I i think what you're what with mr wise saying that it should go out that way and mr warmer i just agree with both all of you that Putting it that way first, so that they don't have to try and recreate this. I think is what you're saying, Kevin. It's better to know now. Well, no, not necessarily, because what I don't. I think he's saying the opposite. What I, what I don't yeah. want to do, what I don't want to do, is set it there now. I, 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 I committed, and I basically make this area not as usable as it is if I have that room. I, I, I wish I could share with you what I can't share with you because it's confidential, and I'm under NDA with specific tenants. But there are tenants that are using this in a way that wouldn't allow. Yeah, absolutely. That's the, um, I have to go back to that tenant and two or three tenants actually say I can't do that anymore because that's not available. I, I, I don't what, mean to be what, coy what that be way. be available? I can't, there are, there are tenancies that, I get that would want to use this that would not allow that road to go or connect. Ah. What, what if, and again, not to get into the confidentiality, but whatever gets developed there, what if A was just eliminated? Would everything work moving forward? No, no. I mean, we wouldn't. We, we wouldn't. We wouldn't like that as being being the tenant here and having the access that we would want and desire from some of the. Yeah, but you could still go out. That's also. You could go. It's that's yeah, a little inconvenience, but would it work? That is also the. That's different than inconvenience. That is also the access for trash services, deliveries, 
our corridors and the plan for that garage would be that everyone was servicing back to that. I don't know if that would create some difficulty. Well, you could still have the road back there. It just wouldn't go out on the 21. You'd have to get back there. You have to get back to your... Right. I think that would be a difficulty to not be able to pull out onto Main Street <coughs> for deliveries, larger vehicles, fire, anyone not being able to make that turn. Yeah, and, I, and our, our contention there is, even though it's, it's, it's less than ideal, we, we agree, there's far worse examples, uh, even on the road itself, further down, that we would, that we would think that that's much even more palatable because it's a right in, right out. That was what we thought was the appropriate compromise because we'd prefer it to be the cut in the median. I don't want the median itself cut, but I'd rather it be a full left turn for the example that you cited earlier, which is, well, what about the people that want to go back north? Looking at the traffic study and the existing counts for Lubrizol, their primary entrance is at the corner at Rexville and Miller. If you look at the traffic study, yeah, they don't they don't hardly they use, don't use that's a visitor or entrance yeah. or whatever I, I, that is down there. Could we? Is there a, a point where we refill that area that is cut open now from what the VA and what Lubrizol had? It would affect Swap that, that entrance for them on their right end. My point to earlier saying that this is solved through that is something we're open-minded to. Whatever one of those two or three or even a new solution we didn't think of tonight, that is what I meant to say that we would work that through engineering and maybe it's you preliminary prove this, but that is cited somehow that makes the commission comfortable to move this forward. That you still hold the power to final determination of what that is. See, my original vision of that was that was a main entrance off of 21 but when you go right in and and right out it's not I mean it's convenience mm -hmm. and I look at it as how can you make it a an entrance off of sure. 21 and, and if and not then take it out and then you have to go down the Miller Road and, and that becomes your your B or whatever it is entrance and, and I think that's it it's it's not the geographical location that it's A or D it, it's that it's a couple of things. You, you have a main east-west route that goes through here. This is your, from a hierarchy, a planning hierarchy. You've got your, your primary and your secondary. That is your primary road that comes through here. And you come in off of a main intersection off of Miller Road, the Sherwin-Williams entrance, and you come in and, and you head in. That, to me, feels like the primary uh, entrance. road. Yes. Yeah, that was, we, we then, talked about that, yeah. But, but then A feels like at a like you just kind of diminished it down to this little right in right out it's like that that's it's, it's like purely, it started yeah it started with um yeah, this grand hard. gesture and then it just yeah. kind of faded as you make your way down the road um and if it's if it's at d or if it's at a um or, or somewhere in the middle I mean, I, yes, there's the, the Lubrizol part. Yeah. The, yes, it, it's that it, it dwindles down to this right in, right out. Yeah. And it, and it feels, it, it's the main drag in, in, right. into, your, into your road, and it, it's a right in, right out. It doesn't, it doesn't meet the hierarchy of what that road is. Okay. Yeah, so, and, I, and I guess the fair statement. And I guess that's the, that's the trade-off. I mean, I, we would... We would absolutely prefer to have it be a full functioning in and out. 
Um, our attempt to do it that way was to minimize its impact. So if we got that wrong, happy to take it the other way. More ideally, uh, the, ar the arrangement works itself out and it somehow gets moved up to the north enough and then it does both. But we're not there today. Understood. Why is D even there? If, if say, you could make A a main entrance. <laughs> Jerry. Is D necessary or not? He is the one that's drawn up at no. the top. No, it's it's it was it's really just, just a. It's some. It was just fictitiously show some future parcel and maybe there's a building that goes on that corner and has some. The whole conversation of D really centered around asking to buy a parking study and a traffic analysis that went all the way so to D the residential. So D is just yeah. I didn't explain it well, but right. it's Understood. so unlikely it ends up that I way. Forget it's really to just account for it. He's going to depend on what you develop up there yes. anyhow. Right. Thing, so. Even the, the traffic study that's, that's developed, they take these entrances and you start looking at traffic counts, they actually believe that 20% of the traffic coming to the facilities coming through we feel is the primary. We have 20%. We do 5%, 35, there, there's percentages for the overall. Now, that includues us guessing square footage and everything else. They're saying 35% so comes in off main, of B. As far as they're concerned, B is the main entrance. If you had to pick. 35% making that left-hand turn off of, off of Miller? And not 35, no, not like 35. Going, going in, they could be coming from 21 or they could be coming. Right. Yeah, they could be coming they could be east north. or west or yeah. whatever. So yeah. some portion of it. There. But I would expect that people going into B. Most are going to be coming, coming from 70. From 21. Oh, you yeah, think so? From 21, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're going to come in the sure and Yeah, because C is going to go in the 77. Yeah. So if you look. I don't know, They're midway through the tech, and I apologize. It's it's the primary site trip distribution. They start giving you what they believe based on the existing counts, all of the rules for ULI and et cetera, where they believe people will access in and out. They have 20% coming in at the, what we felt was the main. Sherman Williams. Mm -hmm. They have 20% Coming in to see. 20. How is that? That's coming from 21. My, 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 yeah, my and guess actually, is that. And they actually Josh, 15 coming in to be careful because what they call, what they call, they, their numbers deviate from what you guys have here. If you're looking at the traffic study and calling things A, B, C, yeah, they. It might, be, it might be labeled wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that was based on the old plan. No, traffic it's, just, it's their A, B's, and C's are different than yeah. their A, B, C's. And yeah. <laughs> so this drive is drive six, though. So drive six, they contemplate a twenty percent load in for the traffic. That I believe. They are. Oh, I'm sorry, five percent in on a right turn. They are fifteen percent in. On a left turn, they are five percent of the traffic loading in from that direction. Going in there, consumers. And then five percent. They they also count 
the, what makes it a little challenging is we have to give them the other drives, our best guess of the other drives, so sure. they have a percentage of the overall traffic going to it. So okay. people going in the sea are going to the hotel, basically. Yes. Well. Why would you go and see for any other reason? No, you're not going into the hotel coming and see unless, because you're if you're going to the hotel, you're coming from the freeway. Right. You're, you're going to yeah. around. Well, and if you come and see, you're going the wrong direction. Yeah. Oh, you could make the right-hand turn in there. No, I'm saying you're you, to pull under the kitchen, port of cashier. Right, yeah. And you yeah, can't you turn, turn in left from C. Well, you're Yui. I, I think C would be your load for that's right. um, should stick to the one building. Coming down that way would also be for the grocery. Okay. Well, I guess to 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 get back on on track. Um, a approval of the local business district as a conditional use. So the conditional use is within our discretion. Um, I have never heard anybody suggest anything in, in opposition to, to that. Um, from a timing standpoint, I would have the same opinion that I shared last meeting, and that is we need more information. That's just me only. Um, that the conditional use is, is our, we'll say, leverage and control. Um, and and from, from the standpoint of making sure it's the right uses. And, and, and that, I, I only speak for myself. Other commissions members can speak on that. But the preliminary for the business plan development area for the main roadway configuration, <clears throat> um, I, I think as as discussed there, there's there's some concerns regarding that east end anybody want in conclusion anyone want to add anything to that I think I've given you my input okay the preliminary and final approval of the mass grading subject to engineering approval for for, for number three um, the mass grading as it relates to that east end, I, I, I think, would still be in flux. And it doesn't mean that the engineer has uh, the most current set of plans. Um, so we talked, and while we discussed they were uh, minor adjustments, he does need updated plans. And a preliminary approval for the BPDA only for office building I and the underground parking, there was the additional information that we had discussed. So I guess within those realms, do you have any questions from us of what we would be looking for? Yeah, the number three. Number three. Okay, have at it. This is two, two things. I'm 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 fairly confident that um, you have the right, and there'll be we're, we're we're close enough between preliminary and final to pending engineering that we will get there pretty quick in the next submission and then we'll go through our usual engineering process. So I guess I just don't, I don't know that I share the same that we're that far off that that couldn't be considered. Well, I think we both agreed that you're not very far off. Right. Okay. Um, I, I just thought so I took what you just said before that as you wouldn't consider moving that forward. Tonight. I guess my question, when, are, when, when were you ideally thinking that you were even going to move dirt? What do you have for permits in place? Right. Our, our is just to hit clearing in March so that oh. we can hit the March deadline. It's not, we're not, it's not a time constraint. Right. You're fine doing it. We're not holding it. When's the bad thing? 
uh, last March March 31st. March, so. Clarify not a time constraint, meaning if they come back with the next meeting with the right. plan, there's no reason you have to separate like the approval. Okay. I mean, so I, I think that's really for Kevin. If you come back at the next meeting with them updated right. as yeah. discussed, then um, does, does anybody have any objection? To providing an approval for for the mass grading when it when it's updated even though we don't have the rest of everything worked out this becomes again another their risk right it's their risk we, and we approved that on the residential and I it, it's I've, I've heard no objections tonight so I think with those little adjustments Cheers, that, right? that that yes. can move forward on your time schedule um, any other questions on that discussion now I, I feel most confident understanding what's needed in four Thanks. you feel most confident that, that. that we've defined pretty specifically floor plans and some some additional information that we need for building four. floor plans architecture right any if that is a separate lot easements right. things yeah, that was that was pretty if, straightforward uh, yeah Going back to items one or two, and I'm going to look at you if, if you understand it better than I do, then I don't, we don't need to rehash. But what I'm, I guess I'm looking for what you, the homework items for one and two that you want to see from us. I, I, well, let's start with two. I'm not sold on intersection A, and I don't think I'm alone. And, and, and that ties in if we're given the BPDA for the main roadway configuration, that's part of the main roadway configuration. Is that the only item on that that, that would prevent from there? If we came to, if we somehow, some way came to resolution, you think that that's the only thing holding that up? Um, I can't speak for everybody. Do we need to get mine. fire turns and everything else for that like internal roadway? That's a good point. We usually do have safety services all the way around because. Mr. Chair, the, the fire chief has what you have in front of him right now for review, but um, upon the submission of a greater level of detail in the plans, they'll get forwarded to the fire chief for review. Well, that Mr. won't Chair, necessarily Mr. Chair, affect location. Yeah, It'll just be radiuses and stuff like Correct. That. And we had this discussion earlier how even if it is determined that the, the turn radius as shown right here isn't, isn't adequate, it won't. And I, I can't speak for the applicant, but um, he informed me it wouldn't affect that street layout. I didn't, I didn't go through in that detail. The turn radii shown in the NEF drawings? No, the NEF drawings are just grading drawings. Just grading, okay. They're not even so, accurate. They're, so we have a drawing, or whatever, so. but we don't have dimensions to it. Do the NEF drawings have to be updated? They show like the old the, plan. The NEF drawing is, is strictly only a mass grading drawing. Yeah, but they have the buildings they have dashed in, and that's the old plan. Right. Yes. That's what we were saying. You don't care about that, or? Uh, I mean, again, they would. If mass grading, if if there is some, if some, if the planning commission goes along with the street configuration, the mass grading plan would be an engineering detail that could be worked out. If you don't agree with the street uh, layout, then the plan is really not applicable. So it's all based on the street layout. So yes. if we say that's good. Basically, you, you approved the street layout. You have approved essentially five building zones. Uh, they have all three, many buildings inside of those, but you set those zones. Okay. And they would masquerade to those zones. Uh, so the only discussions I heard this evening regarding the roadway configuration are 
the we'll say termination or, or beginning at A. Yeah. Um, so the so the discussion for mass grading um, is I'm 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 hesitant on how to say this to not speak for anyone. Um, but if we don't have consensus on that east end, um, can we approve the mass grading? How would that affect mass grading? I mean, unless we that, eliminate it. But that, I mean, if functionally it, or technically, <laughs> yeah, I mean, functionally nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. what I mean. Okay, and that, that's the discussion. Yeah. So if we approve mass grading, um, contingent that a yes gets resolved somehow gets resolved. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm okay with that. Um, You're going to grade to your parking lot and everything that's there, anyhow. So the, yeah, whatever the happens, it's, not gonna affect it's there. As right. long as they, yeah. they work on the other part, Mr. Chairman. And I'm not. I'll give you my opinion on AI. I'm not totally convinced that that we're right and he's wrong. I I, I think it's still out there. Um, Fair. We need to hear more from you later on as to yeah, what absolutely. the next development or the next phase is going to be. I think so that might help a little bit. I, I think when we had the last meeting fairly, we were we, we, we focused on so many of these other, the corner was the big deal, right? We were talking about this, this, and that. You, you overlooked that, that, frankly, that entrance, that, so I think we can address that. Yeah, well, tonight was directly to be about the building and that, and I understand what the process is and why we're doing this, but I just, think that maybe your circumstances may change. And again, it's a difficult position to be sitting on the commission and also be responsible for economic development because uh, there are things that are, are not said here yet that right. need to be in the future. Right. So to clarify with what the mayor added, there are concerns regarding A, and they could be resolved by moving it, or they could be resolved if you came in and defended it in a manner that right. convinced right. us. Yeah. So there, there's more than than one solution to that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, understood that now. And Mr. Chairman, if I may preface it with at the appropriate time, which is not tonight and probably not even for what's on the table tonight. The tr I found the traffic study itself, the assumptions to be difficult to sift through in terms of, you know, picking a single date for uh, resolve on a first of December during yep. COVID, whether that's representative of their true traffic, that might be a trivial comment, but it, it's not well defined. This commission and this city have to take into account much more than the box that you are appropriately speaking to and drawing around this project. We have other roadways that get impacted by the percentages right. that come and go, not only for this phase, but for two and three and whatever Sherwin becomes, and we also look at what's on the south side of Mill. You know, so those are things that will, at at the appropriate time, get discussed. And so, if you can keep those in your thought process, it's going to be helpful. I, I, you know, you know, we carry an ongoing obligation to make sure, you know, we Original we're on no no pretenses that we're going to get everything right. It just, it's never happened in the history of uh, development and construction, but uh, we have an ongoing obligation to make sure that we adjust when we need to, 
the good thing about the way that we feel we've set this up is we have that flexibility. We've talked about it in parking. We've talked about it. And whatever makes the planning commission comfortable, we've done post two-year traffic studies, right? Completion of substantial completion. We can, we've done that. We would do that anyways to a degree to make sure how is it functioning. It, I, I don't know where it's going to be different, but I know it's going to be different than what they predicted, right? Because there's a, there's, a, there's a fair amount of guesswork in there. Okay. It's all based on the assumptions. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yep. So, four, you're clear. Yep. Three, um, we think we can give the approval um, with you proceeding at your risk yep. of mass screening. Um, two, preliminary approval of a business plan development, plan development area for the main roadway configuration. Um, Spending the resolution of that east entrance okay. egress. Um, does anybody have any objection? With, now that would be, we'd be recommending, we're not approving it, we would be recommending it to um, public hearing. Correct. Does anybody have any objection to sending that one to public Which hearing? Which one is that now? That's two. That's two. Prelimi preliminary approval of the BPDA main roadway pending resolution at A. Well, I, I think the, the site, the setbacks still are in play on what people's feeling are on those. Uh, it, it would be good to see the conceptual agreed. lot lines and, and what setbacks. If I could propose. I, I sort of, they're not directly related, but to your point, they are. Items two and four, I think we can address in the next submission. Because I think we could put those all on the table. We'll connect the dots on the missing items on four, and we'll present that and um, just make it a little bit easier. Might even be able to resolve the east end, but we'll at least be able to put those all on the table at the same time. And I think that, that'll, instead of having to break them apart anyways, we're going to have to have to do two separate public meetings. So we'll have another meeting here. Yeah. And then yeah. But, uh, that's, at that point. So, so two and four will essentially push. Yep. Three we discussed, and then one is uh, approval of the local business district as a conditional use. I, I've shared my feelings. I'll, I'll let other commission members weigh in. Does anybody um, is is anybody for or against moving that forward, or do we just go right to vote? I'm for it. I have no problem with it. Mr. Chair, if I may, so in order to proceed with the BPDA conditional use, uh, the LB business district must also take effect. It must take effect in order for the BPDA to be used. So dominoes. And one has to happen before two. Okay. Um, I guess I would. I would. So when's the next meeting? It's the 26th of January. Is, can they make that one? Is that something that you can have revisions in time for? Or, um, I didn't, I'm building four. Well, this is where I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm, I'm still a little confused on the setbacks conversation. And the I, yeah, conversation we, we haven't that. reached consensus on the setback, have we? I mean, I, I, we don't know what they, yeah. Well, that's a very good point, though, Mayor. Yeah, on Miller Road and Brexel Road. Yeah, I mean, we, we're anticipating these setbacks on Miller and Brexville, so I think that's really the, the conversation, because I know we're saying only I, 
but then you had requested that we show all the deviant or deviations or variants or differences that could exist. So I'm, I'm not. I don't. Uh, we were eventually, eventually for those subsequent buildings, or if they're already addressed in a previous building. Is kind of how I took it. So if we were talking about height as a variance, like we are yeah. for building I, we might not as long as we're at or below. For subsequent buildings, we're not readdressing that because you're setting a precedence, or we're going to state it, but it's going to be different. Well, I, I think I think they need to come back. I, I think it. I think we would be addressing I. Yep. And other buildings are. Will be reviewed as they come I'd like in. to Agreed. see if we agree on 45 feet that that's maintained all the way down the road. Not yeah. 45, 60. Yeah. Right. But in this next edition, we're not suppressive. giving all variances for all future buildings. We're giving well, for I. I think on on that, so they they're they're putting it in front of us at 45. Mm -hmm. um, there are concerns from some commission members if that's the right number. Um, do we have a suggestion of what we think the right number is? In which case, then it goes back to them to either defend 45 or make an it's adjustment. It's never going to be 45. It's a, there's a right way, so it's yeah, off the it's, right it's way. A, it's, yeah, it's oh, I'm so sorry, it's 15 and 30. Yeah. I, I'm that's counting. This, that's from yeah, the pavement. It's so the 45. It's 30. So it's so 30 this, really. this, the it's setback 30. is 30. Um, I, you know, obviously, I don't expect 100. Mm -hmm. But with these five-story buildings in here, I, I would like to see it 75 or somewhere in there. That would be more. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else would like to weigh in on that. Okay. 75. This isn't accurate, but I use my scale on my computer monitor on Google Maps. It's about the distance of the grass on the other side of the street. Um, that has a big impact on the layout. I mean, in terms of sure does. Rentable space and everything. I mean, it changes everything, unfortunately. Your comment, Mr. Secchi, is to 75 to the sidewalk or... I, I'd like to see what you guys it's can do. Says a few times. I'd like to see how much you can get us over 45, and that's with the 15 and the 30. It's just, I think, like I said, you know, the other places that I've walked today. Jerry, the 15's given, right? Yeah. So we're only talking yeah, about the 30. 30 foot. Yeah, right. So it's that, always that, reference I mean, the right it's, of a, way. it's a setback of a public right away. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. So the, I mean, the count of the tree lawn, right, we have no idea in the future right. what might happen. Yeah. Right. I just, I just want to make sure that we're saying the right number in the right place. That's all. Yeah, yeah. If so you're talking, talking about, about Brexville or Miller, you have to go off the right way. When they go internal, yeah. it's off their, you can go off their pavement. But okay. out, they, outside, so you have for to go. consistency, Miller on the drawing is 30 is the right. Yeah. 30 is yeah. the reference, okay. with 15 to the curb one. But I think we could go back an hour and a half ago or so what the mayor said, I think, in terms of when we talk about these setbacks, whether it's 30 or 75 or whatever it is. I think you have to weigh the appearance or the effect on Miller Road versus the effect and appearance in terms of internal, in terms of the development and what effect it might have. And I, you know, I don't have a problem with 45 and my concern is if 30, we increase it. 30, 30, 30. I'm sorry. We have to get used to that. 15. But uh, if we increase it, how that affects the, the development inside, which I think could be They'll lose footprint. You know, you have to move everything. And, and well, what, what we've done, and just again. And you're, and you're, you know, make it clear to, to us that that is your building where you're going to put your corporate offices. Well, that's where we're going to Where come you're going to have your part. You're going to be the most impacted 
of that whole development by that setback on the corner. Yeah, and 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 just again, developer inside baseball, that seventy five for for a layout like this puts us in no man's land in the do we switch parking and do we start moving fields out front versus the layout that we currently have shown and we think that's negatively detrimental so um again i I, we can get a little bit creative with some staggering i think i'm looking at the plan right now mr stucky and i think there's some things we can make some tweaks that that will improve it but it's i think what we'll come back with is holistically similar to what we're showing here on setbacks i think no matter what we end up doing here whether it's 30 did I get that right? Yeah. Or, or 75 or whatever. Is this going to be a shock to people? Let's be honest about that because they've, they've lived the last 50, 60 years with the VA 200 feet or 150 feet back or green space. So building up against it, this development in, in essence is going to be a surprise to people. That doesn't make it wrong or bad in my opinion, but it is going to be a surprise. Different. Well, you know, you know, and I don't, I don't think adding another 45 feet, I think it's still going to be a surprise to people, personally. So, I'm okay with the 30 feet, but I would like to see maybe, like, for the future development, more of that green space there. I don't know if that's possible, you know, because that's... Green space where? Like, in, over in here, like, it's... Because these it, are internal. Like, so internal. I think there's opportunities yeah. to do that, and I think even over where the, the two office buildings, yeah. you know, in terms of where your office that, that building is, if you little... shift it back, you could get some more green right. space. I mean, some I think Central there's Park opportunities area, to sure. add green within the development as well. So that's how we see it too. That to, to that, those, those areas provide the more opportunities. Too. As we talk about green space, parking space, when we look at the major East West proposed road, is the entirety of the area below that for purposes of like parking self-contained or are people going to be walking across that road to get to their buildings to the south of that road um you know, for example you for the white the white buildings right but you've also got your your building to the immediate northeast of building i which is classified as future yeah we're we're, we're not saying that that's part of phase one so this as submitted is self-contained. I, I believe that that's how, yes. And for example, when we talked about just the corner, we would add a potential covered deck. Because right now we're, we submitted this to show a slab on or a, a parking lot on grade, with a little bit of under parking here. We would go vertical, and that way those two would handle primary parking for those office buildings, and secondary would be in the um, structured parking in the center, which would also facilitate all this. Now this is what we call the service. So, so to to avoid pedestrian traffic across Correct. the major east west. So the um, last meeting, spent a fair amount of time talking about the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks pretty much the same as it did last time. <laughs> so it, I just want to ask the question. <laughs> we we should have moved it five feet or something. It it, yeah. it is it is a. Uh, boilerplate grocery store as represented today we're not looking for any sort of approval other than the zone I think um, you might have said it Um, I had a conversation last week with a 15,000 square foot grocery that you would love I really think it would it would it would be what we're we're just again trying to keep maximum flexibility that is the mid-range maybe even on the uh, airing on the larger side of of grocery options and and again we've looked at configurations where if we are able to go to that 15 
do we create more of a unique corner experience, right, where that's a conjoined building with another user type, um, a grocery with a restaurant that's attached. That's the concept we're looking we're talking to right now. There's a there's you're getting potential. warmer. Yes, <laughs> yes. Keep so, going. Um, but again, that, that I, the the wide range of potential tenants is just so understood, so vast. Okay, we're not seeking approval for that tonight, nope. so we don't need to beat that one any nope. further. Um, just move I'm gonna, five I'm feet gonna, next time. If it comes in like this, I'm going to be sick for that meeting. I'm just going to send Josh. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned two and four you would come back with. Mm -hmm. Three, we talked about. Um, but he said he could wait till next meeting on that, too. Yeah. You're willing to wait on everything just to the next meeting, the yeah. 25th. So two, three, and four we'll put off. So that only leaves the uh, approval of the local business des district as a conditional use. And as Ms. Barkowitz mentioned in uh, domino fashion, that needs to approve before we can approve the BPDA. Um, so we would be setting to move forward with a public hearing on that. Correct? Correct. Okay. Um, does anybody have opposition to setting the public hearing? Nope. Do we have a date on here? 25th, right? 26th. When's the next meeting? Question me the 26th. So that's three weeks. That's so your month, that so uh, you could still get the advertisement. Yeah, does that everything. meet your advertising requirement? Yes, it 15 does. 15 days, isn't it? So that would only be for the local business. Not request for preliminary. Josh, while the chairman's doing that, only because there's been so much discussion on the five stories. So, what height do you need for five stories? Since Class C, I think, is, is 80 foot. So, I, I believe that that will work for our office. Okay, well, because oh, yeah. You're not gonna build here's what I just want to point this out. I'm not staking out a position, but um, per the business plan development area section of the code, um, all buildings will be class two height except for office use, which shall be class three. So everything else, including perhaps the hotel, would have to be class two height. If I could just clarify that, so part of, so the reference to the building height is under D general development criteria, which allows the, the planning commission some flexibility mm -hmm. to grant those changes, potential changes as deviations. Right. No, I understand that, but that's the guideline we start with, <clears throat> so Correct. he needs to know. And another thing to note is, you know, it, it would be within the purview of the Planning Commission to determine whether or not Class 3 would apply to the buildings that do contain office spaces. If they're, yeah, if they have office in them. But, again, I, I want him to sort that out as he comes back to us so we can make those judgments. As so this goes Along in, with other variances. and This goes into the request of the list of variances. So right? in the instance of hotel, which will need to fall under... Services, we will come back, and that would go under MS district, and the, the, the height 
height requirements of that would apply. Correct. Well, yeah, so the MS would overrule the uh, well, the would, Yeah, each district use would apply. Yeah, but so. I'm just talking about it, uh, that, that section of code. He needs this, to That section it. of the code as it relates to the whole development plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we know, again, so we have some basis for our judgments that there's no surprise later. We're on the same page. We're okay. You good? Yes, sir. You good. Okay, I move the Brexville Planning Commission to hold a public hearing on Thursday, January 26, 2023 at 7 p.m. at Brexville City Hall, 9069 Brexville Road, Brexville, Ohio, to review the proposed LB Local Business District Conditional Use on permanent parcel number 6040906 as part of the Valor Acres Mixed Use Development Fronting Miller Road in Brexville, Ohio, 44141. Second, Mr. Chairman. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shreya? Yes. Nancy? Yes. Mr. Stuckey? Yes. Thank you. Good? Yeah, appreciate it. As okay. always. Motion to adjourn. Second. <laughs> Just like old times. Ms. Cardos? Yes. Mr. Jansen? Yes. Mr. Pato? Yes. Mr. Larmer? Yes. Mr. Shia? Yes. Mayor Ruby? Yes. Mr. Stepp? Yes. Thank you. Should I take any of the sketch to rotate the hotel? Yeah, I'll tell them.